Show me your Nen. Hello and welcome to the Nen Show podcast. I am your host, Craftsdorth, here here with my co-host, Mathwiz. Say hello, Mathwiz. My Nen ability is to... Die. I'm dead. <laughs> the greatest power. Alright, um, getting right into comments. Uh, we both have comments this time. Uh, so you want to start? Uh, yeah. So I think... I think I only have the one comment. Um, oh, you only have one? That's fine. I probably have the same one, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, then what's your comment? I gotta know. No, I have lots, but I probably oh, have that okay. one as well, is what I, oh, what I meant to say. Sorry. Okay. Um, all right. So I, there was the comment. Well, it was kind of like a couple of different comments, um, and then also like one main one. Um, like the main one I'm responding to is one from like J- Jalakok Respawn or whatever. Um, oh, okay. I didn't see that then, one, actually. Weird. Yeah, it's it's what well, it's a relatively newer one. Um, it was like I don't know. Anyways, um, I might have yeah. I I went through like the other day because uh, we weren't able to record yesterday, but I did go through the comments the day before that. So maybe okay. Mm, go ahead. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So it was. I just wanted to more so respond to like I don't know. Last last episode, I was kind of weird about uh, like not wanting to oversell how good Hunter Hunter is, but also recognizing that. It's my favorite, you know, it's like my favorite, it's my favorite anime, um, and it could be my favorite manga after we read it, um, so, I don't know, at this yeah. point, like, I don't know, I was using a lot of, like, weird, probably unnecessary, unnecessary qualifiers, um, and I know, like, th- this comment sort of talked about, like, oh, it felt like you were walking on eggshells, trying not to say anything too positive or too negative, for me personally, um, I just don't really have many negative thoughts about Hunter Hunter, uh, so it's not like I'm walking on eggshells not wanting to say anything bad, because I figure, like, even if I have a criticism with anything, uh, there will probably be someone in the comments who, if they have a different opinion, they can bring it up, and uh, we can d- have a discussion through there. So I'm not really worried about being too negative on Hunter Hunter. The fact is just that I don't have any negative thoughts to say. And as far as, like, the, the positivity, uh, yeah, I probably don't need to, like, restrain myself um, as far right, as, as like as giving as Hunter Hunter like... a lot of praise, it's just more yeah. that like I, I definitely don't want to do the oh uh, you know all the other shonen are bad to make Hunter right, Hunter look long... good comparison. Yeah, you and you you wouldn't throw anything under the bus anyway. Um, so that's fair. Um, but anyway, uh, for my comments, um, some people did a couple of people did suggest uh, updates and corrections to my big list of shonen. Um, I literally haven't, like, fully updated it in a while. Like, Hidemaru Zumo was still marked as ongoing when it did, in fact, end. Um, so yeah, if anyone notices stuff like that, just message me and I'll get around to fixing it. Um, so, um, this one's actually from my server. Um, but in a sort of, uh, I was linked to it by Pablo on my server, yeah. Um, there was a question and answer thing where Togashi mentioned that, uh, so the reason for the genre change in Yuhaku Show, he was inspired by Kanikuman. Which started out as a sort of like Ultraman parody gag thing. I know he's like fighting kaiju and stuff, and then it becomes the wrestling um, action, you know, combat series that it's it's known as, it's known for being rather. And I guess I also should uh, should have thought about it, but I guess Dragon Ball was more of a like gag comedy adventure with yeah. some action for sure, but then it very much becomes full blown action later. So like these are literally like some of the most important battle series in jump like as far as like influence and um you know especially popularity when it comes to dragon ball which was a worldwide success um 
like and Kanikumon, I believe, like did a lot of things Dragon Ball did as well, and probably first. Like it had power levels and form you know, form changes and stuff. Um or at least one. Um so like yeah, so Togashi saw these and was like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> so, but it, I guess he did it deliberately where um, I don't, yeah, I guess like with Dragon Ball, it was a suggestion from the editor or the fans like the battles and stuff. So he did more of it. And Kanikamon, I don't know the exact story as to why, but uh, yeah, um, probably should have thought about Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, I know. Um, so Sasuke Shoto, oh, sorry, go on. Um, well, I know just on the topic of like references or you know other works being ins- potentially inspired by other works or even directly inspired i know there were a lot of comments just like mentioning toriko uh about the whole like gourmet there hunter was... things and yes, i'm like i'm right. sorry I, d- I don't know anything about toriko i couldn't have mentioned it yeah no i like i don't yeah i don't know if that was was the direct inspiration but it's like yeah sure it, it it's uh toriko is enough is different enough that I, I enjoyed it i need to reread it honestly but like yeah, it's kind. Of, it's a, you could say it takes this like one little like thing from Hunter Hunter and then makes an entire forty volume series. Like it's longer than Hunter Hunter. Yeah, I, I know that like there was a comment <laughs> saying that uh, the author of Toriko never like mentioned Togashi's an inspiration, but it, it's still like a funny coincidence, I guess. Also, I don't know when they happen relative to each other, but they both have this kind of like I guess it's no, it happens at the very end of the anime, so it's not a spoiler. But they both have the like the human world is only thirty percent of the actual planet, and there's a giant other like part of the world. Um, the difference is with Torco, we've actually seen it because the series is over. <laughs> um, and uh, though I do think like well, because like Magi also had a dark continent, but I'm pretty sure like the at least the oldest series I know of that has like a, a, a you know a hard mode section of the planet was probably One Piece with the Grand Line. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know what the origin of that trope was. Um, really but that's just uh what comes to mind um so oh uh so as i was saying uh sasuke shoto fan who is still sasuke shoto fan in my heart he's like no call me sasuke hey fan and i'm like ha 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 no <laughs> um, he's uh, so yeah he did write the sasuke kurapika write-up and he had another big comment with even more things he's discovered since then uh one thing i thought was interesting how um togashi and kishimoto actually had the same editor so like i guess um you know, the editor, like, maybe the editor, or, like, he's like, oh, maybe the editor uh, gave them some similar suggestions, but, you know, the Red Eyes and Vengeance Clan thing was definitely not one of them. And, you know, like the other, like the post I linked said, um, you know, Ninja Tropes is a much more reasonable, um, like, origin for those uh, tropes, basically. Um, so apparently I'm a senile boomer because Ash's hat, I don't... I said it was from his dad. Like, I thought they said that in, like, the episode is the Mankey stole it or something like that. Uh, but then, no, they're like, no, it's the sweepstakes. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I watched that episode before most of you were born. Um, no, that's probably an exaggeration. But uh, <laughs> still, I watched it when it was going. Um, and I'm like, why do I remember? Why do I? Because I remember other people talking about it, too. Where did I get this idea? Where did it come from? Because I don't... <laughs> uh, ongoing mystery. Um, the last one I had to talk about was... Uh, unless you had anything to add on to either of those. Um, uh, Gabriel Wright uh, talked about um, Tonpa and his sort of like his desire relative to the rest of the arc. Because, you know, he has a desire to see others fail. But, like, in order to keep doing his own thing, he has to stop what he's doing, basically. Like, he never, you know, 
um, and he kind of ultimately, like, his desire to see others fail is outstripped by the other's desire to win, um, basically, which is why he just ends up, like, he doesn't even do anything. Like, he doesn't successfully rookie crush this arc. Uh, like, the, I guess maybe with Nicholas, really. Um, like, because he got the guys to bully him, and so he would he was the first one to fail. And that was it. That was yeah, but every, everyone else, their will was too strong. Especially uh, the boys. Um, so, but yeah, that was all my comments. Um, it's probably going to be a shorter episode, obviously, but we'll, 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 I can tell you Famous say last words. <laughs> Didn't I say that before Sabodia, it turned out to be one of the longest episodes we've done of One Piece at the time, even though it was like 20 chapters? <laughs> I think so. Um, all right. So, getting right in, um, they arrive sort of at the town near, um, Kukuru Mountain, I think it's, yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Um, they take the tourist bus to go to the assassin hideout. Um, there's a little bit with some guys who want to break in, and they, you know, they get a key, and they, they get eaten. Um, and yeah, we get, we get a training. Um, cause, yep, um. I do like stri- the, I do kind of like the, like the layers to the this mansion. Like, it does kind of set up as, it appears as though, like, it's setting up, um, like, a potential... See that that's sort of a, a that's something I picked up uh throughout this reading and just like thinking about other arcs a lot of like these earlier hunter hunter arcs kind of seem to build to anticlimaxes in a way for the finale like it so like the hunter exam does the whole yeah. like the reverse tournament and then we only actually see one fight and then we just like skip to the end uh, mm-hmm. and it feels unsatisfying because like that's kind of the point um, with this arc, it seems to set up like, oh, we gotta go in and we gotta rescue Kilua from the Zoldic family, but that's not actually what happens. They just let him go willingly. Um, yeah. and so I guess, like, if you were looking at this, which, I mean, like, I'm sure definitely it, readers at the time definitely would have expected this to be like, oh, the next big arc. Um, and, you know, it, it, I don't know, it definitely carries that kind of vibe that this is the next, the next mission we gotta do. Um, yeah. And then, well, like, and I would with, say, like, um, well, was, what I was gonna say with Heaven's Arena, I was really surprised reading it because, like, um, like, Golan fights Ahsoka and, like, they built up all the floor masters and shit, and I'm like, oh, yeah. they're gonna keep... And then, like, they're just like, no, nah, we're done, let's leave, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you yeah, can't yeah, do like, that? Yeah, it does, it does, the funny thing about, like, Heaven's Arena is it does the thing where, like, you know, it's the end of a, uh, the end of an arc, it's a bit different than, like, the end of a story, but, like, it doesn't have the falling action, like, the fight ends, and it's like, okay, we're done, but we're going on to the next thing. <laughs> Um, right. Well, I guess you could say the falling action is the the stuff on. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I guess yeah, technically still, the falling action is like the build up to the next arc. Right. Well, it's like yeah, falls and ri- falls and rises. I guess. Um, but uh, still, it's. Uh, but the, the, okay, it, so this is, does yeah, actually bring me to yeah. um, like just the topic of because there were some comments talking about like how I mentioned foreshadowing last time, like um, when I said about like gone yes. having to potentially choose like that. Okay, yes, that I overblew. Like I doubt that that's foreshadowing for I mean, anything. Maybe. And if well, it is, like, it, like maybe he could look back at it in retrospect yes. and add on it. Oh, but I was I, about it's to say not retroactive foreshadowing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas like in this stretch of chapters, there is definitely some blatant foreshadowing, and then there are some other things that are just like you know the details about the floor master. Like it's it's set up, but it's not. You know, it's just kind of a detail about the world. And, like, there's a lot... Okay, that's more of a Heaven's Arena discussion, I guess. So I'm, ju- I'm jumping mm-hmm. ahead. 
Um, <laughs> but to finish this thought, like, there are details here that he does come back to later, but probably weren't foreshadowing, which I think is interesting, because, like, he leaves... He, like, plants the seeds. Like, he leaves the open-ended possibilities, and it's like, well, maybe if there's a chance, I'll come back to this later. Um, whereas right. there's definitely some stuff foreshadowing with Gon's character arc uh, when when they're learning about Nen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, writing is... It's a it's a gradual process. Like, you know, I've definitely seen people who think that, it's like, oh, a, a story comes out of the author's mind fully formed and or an ideal story and that they should have planned everything, but that's just... That is not how writing works at all. Um, speaking as someone who has written, um, there's a lot of subjective and like, uh, what's the word? Um, emergent aspects that just sort of come about. Um, and those are my favorite parts of writing, honestly, is when something unexpected happens naturally. Um, so obviously I can't say what is like something that happened naturally or, you know, something that he planned. You know, uh-huh. Togashi, only Togashi would know, but it's like... It's not as yeah. It's not oh Togashi planned everything. Yeah, that's probably overstating it. Um, but that it, but the ability to um like that's one thing I want about love about One Piece is that he's able to bring back these old things. Uh, there was a make, there was a Mr. Mord's video about like how Oda ties in details with One Piece and like I liked how he approached it because he took it from the perspective of like well maybe he started from this thing and then connected this to this or maybe he started from this other point and then connected detail. So like looking at it from different. You know, it just shows that like right. writing isn't, you know, it's it's, it's a, a process, process where like you can you can yeah, it's not a linear process. You can jump around and tie things back yeah. at any point. Right. Um. Exactly. Um. But yeah. So back to the actual arc. Um. Before we go too off topic. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Um. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I, I like that. It's just uh, I mean, it's gonna be a short arc discussion, so we'll see. Um. But yeah, they they have to go through the door. You know, basically the the mansion is just a general like proven ground to keep. You know, because there's so many weak shits who come after them. Um, so um, they uh, they try to call ahead to the mansion, um, but Kilua has no friends. Um, and of course, but of course, Golan is pissed off. Um, Another little detail that I'm just. I like now that I've gone through Yu Yu Hakusho and seen parts where like Togashi will just randomly drop random illustrations in his stories. I find it really interesting and kind of funny whenever you get like the you get like the female referees or you have like the the tour guide <laughs> here. It, and it's just interesting because like Togashi has made comments about like sometimes he'll be like too indulgent in his tastes or whatever. And so like seeing some of these character designs now, I just can't help but like. Think remember that, that the, some like, of those yeah. comments and it's just like togashi i see what you're doing here yeah, you just wanted to draw this woman right now didn't you huh and it's but also you, funny but, but... because like they, they do show up in the anime it's not like one of those you know sometimes like background characters or whatever get changed or they have different designs when they're adapted into yeah. the anime but mm-hmm. i just imagine togashi using his pull like no you gotta have you gotta have them in there <laughs> yeah um but anyway there's a good moment where um the gatekeeper takes going to see Mike, and ooh, the fucking panel where we just see Mike like looming over Gon, like Togashi's art, like ah, you can't just say like don't read the manga, just watch the anime. Like no, they're both good. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think there are times where just the pure black and white manga imagery makes things all the more like chilling, or you know, it yeah. carries a, de- a definite, you know, it carries a stronger effect to it. And this right. panel and is definitely you, one of yes. those. 
And also because, like, as a reader, you can choose how much you linger on a single panel page word. And so, like, on a more higher detail page panel page like that, you, you'd linger a bit. Where the anime, you're kind of stuck to the, their, what, what, however long they want you to see it. Because it's just, or unless you pause it, which is like, you know, that suddenly the music and voice goes away. You know, so it's not really equivalent. So, ooh, yeah. And I, I do like how it turns out for Gon because he, you know, he's like... He is this, you know, wide-eyed kid experiencing the world for the first time, and he's thinking, yeah, animals, I'm good with animals, but no, this is different. He's an, he's a trained beast, not a wild animal. Like, uh, Gon's like, yeah, I can reason with the wild animal, but, like, he's learning something about his limits, and is, you know, um, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's, a, that's another aspect of this little section that I think is just, like, cool little characterization because you you do have that stubbornness from gone where he's like i'm going to do this thing and no one is stopping me um so he's like so initially he's like i'm not going to take this test like you know that friends shouldn't be tested but then he, mm-hmm. he you know as he runs into different little conflicts like the, the you know obviously the butlers don't let him through um and then you know there's mike and you know there's he doesn't want to inconvenience others at the same time so but he doesn't lose yes, that, that stubbornness so it's like just seeing him have to work around the, like try to problem solve while also just being the stubborn you know charge straight ahead character that he is so then he eventually yes. comes to the realization that like okay we have to be tested and that pisses me off <laughs> right he's like he's still greedy he wants it a certain way but he also accepts reality as it is um and yeah i I didn't mention it but i did like the bit where he like he stops trying to climb over the wall because he didn't realize that the gatekeeper would get in trouble too and he doesn't want to inconvenience this random person um but he also has his goals and he wants to fulfill them um but anyway uh they go through and yep they're allowed to train um i kind of mentioned it last time but i i thought it was interesting how like leorio's Basically, like, physically, he's the strongest. Um, you know, I guess he's also the oldest, too. Um, so that might, make, you know, be part of why. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was neat. Um, you know, they do the training, Gon heals up. It was a bit longer in the anime. I don't remember if it was, like, if there was anything added in particular. Um, cause well, yeah, I know big... you. a moment that happens in the anime that's uh, different than in the manga is, like, Gone still has like his like in the manga his arm just heals off screen or is like in the manga you see him like or you know he, he like takes it out of the sling and then like all three of them push the door open together and it's teamwork uh so that's like that's a slight right. I remember that difference okay yeah I, I was trying to remember because I knew it was different I knew there was more training um what's what's also forgetting. interesting um I guess just per the way of manga having more text in general like manga hand- handles information differently be- due to you know it being the medium that it is uh mm-hmm. and so you have like a detail that like oh leorio was able to get through the second door but that's never mentioned in at least not in the 2011 anime it's never mentioned um and it, it is a little detail that like maybe it doesn't mean anything because you know i'm not quite sure you know obviously the, t- the 2011 anime was able to cut it out and it didn't really change anything um yeah but it's just i don't know a tidbit that otherwise is just kind of there. So I just kind of realized something. So moving ahead a little bit, there we get the little backstory for the one uh, random dude who's just there, and you know he brought a whole, like a whole bunch of dudes, and they were all taken out by a ten-year-old. Uh, 
And sort of one thing I, I just kind of realized, oh, so, <coughs> or one thing I just thought about right now, rather, is, um, like, but, you know, Hunter Hunter is all about desires and stuff, and here you have the Zoldic family, where even just a photograph of them gets you a shitload of money. Um, so you have a lot of people coming to this place, but it's also, you know, Kukuru Mountain is like, it's a higher level, basically. Like, these guys are, are Nen users. Um, they're way, like, you kind of even see it later with Kilua at the, the second hunter exam where he just, like, destroys everyone and, every, and like, somebody put, like, it was a huge, like, show, showing, and yet people still, like, there was, there was a narrative, or narrator mentioning that, like, most, a lot of these people would just gave up on being hunters. Like, they, they saw the wall ahead of them and it was too big. And Kukuru Mountain kind of offers that in, like, where, where like, a lot, all these people come and that most of them die. Like, this is them, they're going from, like, um, like, Root, one pallet town, and then they're taking a shortcut and going to Victory Road. And, tr or they're trying that. They're trying to break down these walls, and then they're getting their asses beat, because they're, they got, like, ooh, level 10 Charmander, ooh, yeah, fucking Onyx, bitch. Um, <laughs> like, level 50 fucking, yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's a giant spike, so, like, so the but the main characters have the strongest desire, so like they're literally like they're just being you know being helped along so they don't fucking die, uh, and they are a sensitive thing because with you know they're connected to Kilua, um, so yeah I just thought about that and I hadn't uh, considered that before really, how it is kind of neat, um, because like you especially see with uh, Canary Canary um, and she's a uh, like she's a wall an unpassable wall for gone. And, ooh, that's a good scene. More yeah, good and so Go Gon's uh, solution to coming up against a wall is to just, like, bash his head against the wall until the wall breaks. Because... Right, emotionally, because she's she's still just a, a girl, a, you know, a child, rather, um, a, a little girl. And then, like, I, you know, the difference between you and Mike is that you, human, uh, you know, she's a human with a soul, emotions, and she, you know, like, we get the... It yeah, was, like, it was a... There's a, there's a like a, it's, in the anime, but yeah, go on. Well, I was gonna say um, there's a, like a tiny little art detail where like when she first appears, like her eyes are just black, like she doesn't have like a pupil mm. or anything. But when you're right, but then when Gon mentions Kilwa, you have like the tiny little like white dot, which is to show like there's the little like oh, shine yeah. that he mentions, and that and at that point he's like, okay, you know, I know that you're a person, I know that you have a soft spot for Kilwa, so. At that point, he knew that like he had it, like he was gonna. Yeah, well, because like specific, like going back through the pages, the first time she has the dot is actually when she's when her when her facade starts to crack, like she's like beating the shit out of Gon, and specifically, it's when Karapika and Liara don't help at all, like they just they just keep watching. That's and like after that, she's got this like shocked face. That's yeah. the first time she had the the soul. She's like having you know humanity. It's um she's seeing that like this person's like getting seriously injured doing you know just walking forward and no one's gonna help him she's alone here trying to deal with gone and uh yeah that's the first time her yeah and then and then of course she gets the full on um like very more detailed eyes when she's crying about kilua and you saying that he needs to be helped before she gets a uh, shot um Ooh, it's good. It's and it's course, just like a little moment, but it, it has a, it has so much character to it, and that's part of why Hunter Hunter is just really good. It is, <laughs> and then of course we get the mother and uh, little brother. I think he he's older. He's older than. Um, well, of course, at this point we don't know the you know. I don't. I mean, do we get a name? 
or um yeah i don't even i don't even know if they technically get an wait no maybe they no because i think hmm sorry yeah because then it jumps around i'm trying to see if they i i know that this character's name is kaluto but i don't know okay that's okay yes yes they they are named here Okay, gotcha. I was, I could, there, there's so many siblings, and their names are all kind of alike that it's, I, I do have uh, get tripped up trying to remember them all. <laughs> Except for, obviously, the super important ones. I was going to say, if you um, want to remember the trick, um, their names have, like, similar sounds that, like, lead into each other. So, it's like, Ilu, Milu, Kilu, Alu, Kaluto. Neat. <laughs> I did, I, I, I was, as you were saying that, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I think you're right. And then, yeah, neat. You, you said it. <laughs> But yeah, um, I also just remember that, like, I don't think they actually have any, like, you know, biological daughters. Uh, you know, Alaka's obviously a character we'll certainly talk about later. But, um, like, Kalto especially ex- expressed, like, looks like you could, you see him, and it, I, but I don't remember, I, it was exa- like, I'm pretty sure he identified, I don't know, that's a whole thing um, that we'll talk about later, but... Uh, yeah, Kalto's one of those characters that doesn't get a ton of screen time. Like, they, they right. do come up later, and I think there's a little more information to go on um but even then like there are some things that get hinted at later in the manga and like this is a character that i want to know more about that like i'm just waiting to get more screen time yeah right because like so, there's a lot of interesting potential again. yeah well the zoldic family is definitely interesting uh and their their dynamics like there's even a line in here where um I can't even remember the mother's name right now. <laughs> I'm so terrible. I, like, yeah, the, the Zoldic family sure is interesting. I don't know half their names. Like, what am I saying? <laughs> um, but she even says, like, oh, you don't understand the family dynamic. You must watch uh, Alexander's video to understand it. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, man. Um, but yeah, we um, they're told that... Uh, Killua is indisposed, and you know he he gave them a message that uh, thanks for coming to see me. But um, yeah, um, the mother also, also just has or, like this really I don't know like it's a very eerie character design where she she has like you know she's got like the dress, but then also like her face is all covered in bandages, and she's got like that robotic eye looking thing, which yes. I'd imagine is like a result of when Killua attacked her. But it's never bandages I, maybe, but I, I kind of figured that like. Because, yeah, she did get stabbed in the face, um, apparently, um, by Killua. So, like, I don't... Mm. No, haven't we seen her in flashbacks with the eye thing, too? Yes. The, oh, yeah, that's so, right. We did. Yes. Yeah, so, it, the bandages, maybe, but the eye thing was definitely... Th- um, yeah, I was... Because I was comparing... Like, later on, I, I was thinking about it, and, like... You know, because usually characters without human eyes are meant to be, like eerie or off like like uh darth vader is a good example like his mask has eyes but there's it they don't look like eyes at all so he, he seems more alien and human and yeah threatening as a you know he's an antagonist um with a fair amount of presence um and mostly i thought i thought it was interesting in comparison to silva because silva is ultimately the one who resolves the arc he tells Killua to go and he's the one presented as a human where here here Killua's mom is getting in the way and she's presented as more inhuman because uh, because of like that big mask and the bandages covering her face, like she only has a, a mouth as far as human features go, and it makes her yeah. So that was just something I, I'd considered um, from later regarding just their designs and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, eyes are also su- super important. Like because you, you were talking about like the shine in Connery's eyes and like Illumi never has had that shine. He's no. always had these big creepy bug eyes because they're just so like hollow. And he's also, like, the biggest piece of shit in the family as far as, like, you know, um, Kilo is concerned. Um, 
So, yeah. And, like, I think a lot of the intrigue with the Zoldic family, or at least it will be until the manga is finished and we know exactly what's all, you know, what all there is to unravel with this family. A, a lot of it is sort of just, like, maybe not outright stated, but a lot of, like, implied. Like, I remember um, in, with, like, Alexander's videos, like, there are things that are that I don't remember ever being officially stated, but, like, connections between, like, Illumi and, uh, you know, their mother, or, you know, there's, like, a connection with Kaluto and Killua and Aluka, potentially, that is in the manga, but it's, like, I don't think something that's been elaborated on yet. Um, mm -hmm. And so, like, the, I don't know, it's just... Oh, that's right, you're talking about the big chart, right? Yes. That shows all... Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, and it does have lines between characters. Yeah, that, yeah we haven't seen anything for that's I don't I, I forgot about that. So I don't um, know if I'd necessarily say, like... I don't know, like, there there are there are definitely aspects of it where Togashi is just, like, really good at, like, ha implying these character dynamics through, like, the interactions he gives out. Like, he, he's good at giving a lot of information or a lot of, like, potential hints or whatever in, like, very little screen time. Like, he makes things very dense and interesting to look into. And, of course, like, when we have that information, it'll be more to say, like, oh, what all was meant to be implied or what was maybe just like fan speculation because uh, i have heard right. like some interesting fan theories about yeah. certain characters but again those are just theories and until they're confirmed or denied in the story itself uh there's only so much to i guess really dig into with them yeah and i do want to say like i'm not going to go out of my way to read or watch hunter hunter analysis before we finish but like if you like oh remember this point brought up in this video or something like that feel free to because you probably might you might remember it more than i well more well than i have so um you know just throwing that out there um but yeah we'll get more into the zoldix in the later arc um for sure the last actually the last discussion um so sadly um but anyway, uh, so there's like another, uh, like a single like cover panel that was adapted into like a full half an episode in the 2011 adaption with uh, yeah. Canary's uh, little backstory with Killua, where you know um, Killua wants a friend, and but uh, she's a servant and thus cannot be his friend. Like I was kind of talking about it uh, last time, where how um, Killua's never really had so, like I, I didn't know I forgot I'd kind of forgotten about her. Because, like, yeah, there was, here's a, a child, someone roughly his age, that he could have connected to, but obviously he couldn't. He, he really, at, at the end of the day, like, they're, they're servant and master. Like, it's a different relationship where, you know, he caught on to Gon, Gon because, like, they're peers, they're equals. Gon doesn't care about his, like, family or his history or, you know, assassins or anything like that. He's just a, another kid, and so... You know, Kilo has a reason to be emotionally, uh, you know, to connect to this person because, like, he finally has someone who's equal to him. He's not older or anything. And, yeah, this pedal is just, like, now we see her side of it where, you know, um, yeah, she does have an attachment to Kilua because, you know, but uh, she's, she yeah, she can't act on that or anything. So, but anyway, um, we get the uh, the bit with Kilua and Miliki, um, the, uh, the fat, useless brother. Um... <laughs> I guess this is probably maybe overstating it, but he's definitely incompetent next to the rest of the family. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I I like the part where he's like threatening um, Kilo's friends, and Kilo like literally snaps one of the chains, and he's like, "Uh huh, yeah, go ahead and fucking try." Like he's only <laughs> he's only doing this to appease like, uh, and it really does says a lot about Kilo's character because like he's letting himself suffer 
for his family to like appease them even though he doesn't like care or like you know he has the power to subvert them like especially like later on in the, when he completely uh, goes against them um but like here it's like he has the power to subvert Miluki at least but he's not doing it because you know there's this family dynamic that he has to adhere to and um but once like it, now that he finally has a desire he has something he wants you know a friend um now it's it's a little different. The family dynamic is changing, and uh, Miliki is not ready for it. Um, and so as uh, Zeno steps in and he's like, "Uh, yeah, let's stop this before this gets worse." Um, good moment. Um, yeah, but it also kind of shows like this, and then also the interaction with Silva kind of shows that the. You know, I mean, obviously, Killua has grown up in, like, an abusive family situation uh, where they're, like, training him to be an assassin, but also just, like, you know, torturing him and all that. Like, we find out later with stuff like electricity and stuff, like, he's been he's been through the ringer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it also, I mean, before, there, it also like, does... Like, poisons, right. Um, it it yeah, also shows, like, you know, you, you know, like you mentioned, like, Killua is still back here, not because he... Not because, you know, he actually feels bad, but because, like, you know... He he feels like he deserves something because like so it's more like on behalf of the family that he is back and it shows a little more of like the psychological effect of you know the the abuse and everything that he you know the family situation that he was raised in, um, which right he's still trapped by this family um, in in a lot in, in more of a few ways and that's something. <laughs> they're, they're a shitty family like they're they're literally torturing this actual child um you could take it because only because they fucking built him to take it like ah <laughs> it's, um but no it's interesting storytelling um because yeah it's it's good it's uh, good and i mean um, it, it is a part of kilo's character arc because um yeah. you know there's obviously stuff more with ilumi later but even when you see uh like when they're learning Nen and uh, Wing shows off like his mur- or you know like he shows off the murderous intent or whatever he's like ah he, I don't yes know. and Kilo and has Kilo, a strong reaction yeah yeah like Gon just kind of stands there and is like oh I'm spooked but Kilo like literally jumps and like clings to the wall which is like I didn't think about that because like Kilo has a stronger sense of danger but when you think about it like the family has never willingly put him in danger. So the danger that Killua, like, is expecting has been inflicted by his family. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. Holy, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, like, th- that's what I was trying to, like, yeah, get, get across. Out. That's true, yeah. Because, like, uh, uh, I don't know, I have some friends who have been in, maybe not l- literally this, like, overblown abusive family but th- things. Uh, no, but, no actual human head, but that, it's a it's a shonen, it's exaggerated, but yeah, but, but yeah, like, um, I, I definitely know people who have been in, you know, family situations that are like I said, not this exaggerated, but you know, we're abusive, abusive and we're right, traumatic. Yeah. Um, and so coming back to this is interesting with that perspective in mind, because I mean, and thinking about like how it affects Kilva's character later. Um, oh, and just the moment where uh, Silva, th- this, this fucker, cause he's like, Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, go and, you know, never abandon your friends. And he, he says all this, but it's just so that like, Oh, we could, it'll make Kilua a better assassin to inherit the family business. So even then, he's not right. like actually doing it for Kilua's sake. He's still being the manipulative shit. Arrgh. Yes, it's a facade for like it, it's appearing to give Kilua what he wants when really what Kilua wants doesn't matter. He's a Zoldic. He's got like you know he's got to come and you know he's this the, like their biggest talent. Um, like at, at, at you know at this age, he's so amazing. Um, 
but uh, like hell and just like a year a couple years time like, no yeah a little bit more than a year's time he's already like got like a, a lot of capability with Nen and he's like fucking able to escape them on it with when they're definitely trying to get him um, yeah so at least to a point um yeah so it's it- like he's competent and very talented but um <sighs> pieces of shit <laughs> yeah like this this little moment with, with silva almost like it almost bothers me more than you know the actual like physical abuse because this is more like you know maybe it's maybe just, there is a degree just... of like genuineness behind it but it's still manipulative in just a different way it's almost like saying you know like you, i don't know it's almost like silva's it's it's the make... carrot to the stick yes basically um and like there's a there's a very big stick behind this carrot it seems nice because it's a carrot, but like, ooh, yeah, no, I get you, I get you. Um, and well, I guess I want to talk about this moment because when I when I was first reading the series, so I'd already been kind of I was kind of into it with the uh, the badge hunt. That's where I kind of got went like, oh yeah, this is this is neat. This is this is cool. This moment, real like, this is really where the like probably the strongest subversion of my expectations because it's like it's a rescue arc, okay? Like, I think the biggest comparison I had at the time was actually Shaman King, which outright has this sort of family dynamic thing. The characters go there and they have the big old fighting with the the head of the family to save him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a dismissive towards Shaman King. I haven't read in a while. And rescue arcs are often, uh, uh, you know, super common as we've talked about. Um, like, actually, I was I'm think- wondering, like, did did have did Rave have one? Because if not. Or, I don't know. Well, I know they've rescued some people, but I don't know if they had an outright rescue arc. But we've had a lot of them on the Nen show, but what were you going to say? Well, I was thinking, yeah, like, Sasuke Retrieval is obviously, like, the biggest one I, I, that jumps to yeah. mind. Um, um, Ennis Lobby, Whole Cake yeah. Island, um, R&Car, uh, Soul Society. Um, yeah, so it, you know, again, kind of going off of things we said last time, it's not that Hunter Hunter is never subversive. Uh, because it, you know, it does have that kind of like rescue arc format. Yeah. But it's more just as a way to like introduce the Zoldic family and set up again, like setting up more threads that can be picked up later. Right. Like we've already been told about them, but like going there, we get to show it. But like, like we can't have a rescue arc and also like naturally put the, the you know, the because like I said, this is the elite four this is um you know the victory road these these are got the strong, some of the strongest characters in the setting we can't have a big dumb shonen fight because they would be killed <laughs> yeah. in violence. um so it's like yeah it it, it works for this story uh, but it, you know it is like you can yeah anticlimactic but like i was uh, and like well see i remember feeling like oh this is a warm moment and like be- between father and son like because i hadn't got to the part where it's like oh uh, no it, it's uh, maybe not that whole, like warm and oh, wholesome yeah, like moment. Oh yeah, like the first time through, it would definitely come off as that when you don't know what happens later. And that, I mean, yeah, right. I don't know. and and especially notable because in the 2011 adaptation, there's like a whitish blue light to the whole scene, so it feels much colder. Even though, uh, so um, so rewatching it, it was even more said in like how yeah, like you said, uh, manipulative it is. But but yeah, reading the first time, I was legit like, did that just fucking happen? Like, did they just? And I, I liked it. I, you know, I, you know, subversion is like, like I remember hearing just a line about how, like, with general genre, um, is that some level of subversion is of expectation is always needed because if not, if it's if if a cliche is becomes a cliche, then it becomes tired and g- general audiences aren't going to want to see it anymore. Where and subversion is the way you get around cliche and, um, you know, appeal to people who are tired of the, that cliche. 
basically. Mm-hmm. Um, though, you know, not that I would say the rescue arc is a cliche, because, like, I, I like seeing them. Like, <laughs> Nisekoi well, had a great rescue well, arc. Well, even, you know, even then, like, just because it's cliche doesn't mean it's inherently bad, which is, yes, you know, pe- that's, that, a, that's yes, a complaint that's... a lot of shonen series get. It's like, oh, it plays into shonen tropes, but right, that doesn't right. mean that they're bad. And I have a whole thing about that, because that's just as hard, like, I'm tempted to call it consumer critique, because it's very much, like... It's judging things as a person experiencing the thing, like whether it's worth time or not, which isn't like, I don't think is a good way to examine like art because it's like, it's just, it's very much based on, you know, the tastes of like both the person and just general community involved. Um, so, um, yeah, like, like, you know, we're, cause we're going to read some old things and we're going to see things that might be cliche to us on a reading experience, but like, I try to find the value in things regardless and see what's good about them, you know? Um, so you know yeah so like this is neat it's subversive um and it is like a it's a good moment to like like and in both its context and like yeah it's neat um but yeah they definitely um believe blood matters because silva's like he's my son he'll be back um they're they oh god i i really like the zoldex are good and neat and i want to see more of them um togashi stop dying and also finish your story but also don't die finishing your story uh um almost done with the arc pretty short um or do we have anything more to say about the silva stuff no not at the moment yep okay although like i guess like kilo's mother's reactions are kind of interesting because like she's like like she's or she like is taken aback by like what the splint a splendid icy glare he has so like but also so i don't know like he is progressing at this point in a way that she wants him to like she, he's becoming more like cold yeah. well, but at the same time he's also earlier too leaving yeah. her control when, when she, or, so it's like right, a mixed gotcha. reaction which is kind of interesting because she had that similar reaction earlier when she was stabbed, and uh, Killua, like, the, that was the joke, is Killua's like, she was so happy, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, like, well, that was what I was kind of coming to before, but, uh, or think, well, like, because, yeah, she has this more positive reaction towards him, but also wants him to, like, stay with the family, where, yeah, Silva's, like, appearing to push him away, but actually, like, wants him, you know, trapped there, too. So they're both, at the end of the day, they have the same sort of, like, goal, but, um, yeah, I guess, like, like yeah, it goes back to what I was saying with the how human they're presented, where, like, Silva's humanity is more deceptive because he's the one who seems like he's on Killua's side to Killua. Yes. But in actuality, he's, they're, he's, they're, they're the same, where, like, his mother appears more controlling and she's, like, the one getting in his face and saying, you know, stay, like, but then, no, she, yeah, um, I, I, I think I said enough, um. Zoldic is neat. Um, I guess, like, I will say, like, regarding to this stretch of chapters, like, with both of these arcs, like, yeah, I can see, it. it's, like, well, saying worst, you know, implies bad, because I don't think these are bad, but it's definitely, like, probably, like, like my least favorite arcs in Hunter x Hunter, not because they're bad, but because, like, I mean, okay, the Hunt, the, I, I, I feel like, yeah, the, like, I'm already, like, looking forward to the chairman election arc, which I guess some people also don't care for, um... But I like that one, so I feel like these are these two are probably gonna be like my weakest ones. But that's also because like every other arc is really good, <laughs> really good. Um, so yeah, um, but we'll we'll talk about that later when we wrap up this this series for now until finish the expedition of the Succession War. <laughs> Togashi. Um, um, so yeah, we get the one last thing with the the coin game with the butler. Um, um, I had a little bit to say about this one, I think. 
Um, but what did, did you have anything to say about the coin game? Um, I mean, it's another scene that I like. But I'll let you say what you have to say first, and I'll see if you say what I was thinking. Uh, just, just the basic of like you know he's like he gives a little lesson to Gon, and it goes back to the deception thing. Um, I guess with uh, the hunter exam um, at the end, because he's like, and yeah, I guess also like we see that the other butlers are also like Canary, where it's they are emotionally like connect tied to the family. Like yeah, they're servants, but they do have these emotional connections and. You know they are kind, of, but they are kind of outside of the family. Like as we see in the uh, the election, is that they are kind of expendable. Oh, uh, as when they were examining uh, Aluka's powers. But um, so yeah, I guess I hadn't considered them strongly in regards to the family dynamic. Even, but uh, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Um, I do think it's kind of um, it, it more just kind of depends on the translation. Uh, but like the part where like uh, where Gon has to like free up his second eye. I think I remember in, like, one of the anime adaptations, it's translated as, like, Leorio says, like, oh, don't do something reckless with this knife gone, and then he, like, cuts his eye, and it's like, eh. <laughs> but obviously, like, there's a point to it, because, you know, it, like, reduces the swelling, and so he can see. Because we know that gone, he's got... That, that is pretty funny when you put it like that, because, like, don't do anything with that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but no, it, yeah, it makes sense when you... When he explains why. Um, I also think, like, there was... Um, I don't know, like, just some of the things that Goto says, uh, the butler, and, uh... Um, that was his name, yeah. You know, like, um, what, what, the things he says and, like, the things he does, it's interesting seeing Gon, like, read through, like, obviously you're not telling the truth here, um, so, like, when he says, like, oh, I, you know, I, you know, I have, wait, what was the specific quote, where he says, you know, I care about Kilo as if he were my own son, but then it's like, actually, no... Um, it's just our duty to not get emotionally attached to them, and Gon's just like, he sticks his tongue out, and is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> right, right. Um. But, but it also, it, like, all these little conflicts are good at setting up just, like, how far above the Zoldix are from, like you said, Elite Four, because, like, the main characters struggle to even go through, and these are, like, not even, like, battle scenarios. These are little non-battle conflicts, you know, like a coin game and mm-hmm. such that they have to get through to even get to this point. Right, right, and they're still, like, I mean, they're, they're yeah, they do manage this one, but, like, at the same time, Goto shows that, yeah, he could have won at any time with his, with more deception. Um, but, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and there's a little bit where we get, uh, it's it's one of the in between volume pages of uh, Togashi marrying um, Naoko Takeuchi, yes. the author of of, of Sailor Moon. Um, it's cute because uh, he's like a little dog and she's a little bunny. Um. Yeah, what I think is kind of funny, um, you know, like I've said that Togashi has like all these cat boys in his manga, but but yet his avatar is is a dog. <laughs> there is the real subversion of expectations. <laughs> yep. Um. But anyway, um, so everyone's out. Uh, Kilua is free for now. Um, Kurapika shows off the trick with the coins um, that to explain how Gon could uh, to explain it to Gon, basically. Um, so, oh, and of course, like Kilua is like, you know, Kilua bitches about Gon for not using his license and Gon has to explain that he went. OK, so, yeah, the debts that he had to repay were for Hisoka and Kite before he uses his ba- his hunter license. Um Yes, you know, because Kite was obviously Hewitt's inspiration, and he needs to give the, uh, the 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 card 
uh, or the back, and then of course the badge for Hisoka. Um, and then I, I don't know. Togashi has like re- he has some really funny expressions. So like the the point after this was like, yeah, you know where to find him. And there's just like the uh... <laughs> Kilo's like spinning smug because he's absolutely right, and Gon doesn't know shit. <laughs> he's looking at the little idiot. <laughs> and yeah, um. Then we find out what uh, Hisoka said to Karapika during their fight, where he knows something about, you know, he oh, I know something about the spiders. Um, and See, and I think this that, is maybe, you know, th- this ties in, like, there are a couple different aspects um, that I think maybe, because I know some people towards more, like, later Hunter Hunter, um, or even more just, like, stuff that's going on now, um, you know... I guess it's just kind of, it kind of goes with the general shonen trend of like, oh, the series has gone downhill or it's going downhill or whatever. Uh, some people just kind of lose interest during ongoing arcs or, you know, with just the nature of things escalating, things kind of can lose a certain appeal. And so I think definitely Mm -hmm. these earlier arcs of like up until Greed Island, I think, um, although I guess like Chimera Ant has certain aspects that, uh, were definitely set up beforehand. Um, but as far as, like... I mean, like, here you've got York New being set up before... Like, in arc before it actually happens. Um, yeah. And then you've got, like, right. Greed Island again gets set up. Like, Greed Island is a background factor all throughout York New when that happens. Um, yeah, and like, so, they like, go to York New f- all- for... Gre- like, it, it is kind of neat how it uh, unfolds, but go on, and I'll... Um, well, yeah, because yeah. I, I kind of made a video about this, how, like, all the arcs... Like, like I said, up until about Greed Island, the arcs all feel like they have this strong sense of being, like, interconnected. Uh, and, like, everything is, you know, very um, openly planned out. And, like, things are planted, you know, seeds are planted in the story well in advance. Um, and it's not even, like, a, like a subtle thing. Like, it's very blatantly brought up. Like, we're, we're going to meet up at mm-hmm. York New at this date, but before we do that, uh, Heaven's Arena stuff has to happen. And then, you know, Greed Island, right. like, we're going to the auction for Greed Island, but actually these other events get in the way of that. Um, and right. the, like, it is neat how it turns out. Um, and then, like, late, later in the series, you know, I'm obviously not caught up on the current arc, but it doesn't have that same sense of, like, because things get bigger, too. Like, the Chimera Ant arc was, what, like, the size of the entire story up to that point? It, like, doubled the length of the manga or something? Crazy. It was <laughs> a large chunk. So it's, like, harder yeah. to have those smaller more interconnected things um right like because yeah you're right after um because like i mean chimera ant does naturally lead into the election because uh netero you know dies um but then like yeah greed island or no chimera ant just comes out it just happens like they go to kite and then oh they join in on his adventure and that then then they, they yeah they're they're along for a, a like a kite level adventure and they are very under leveled um, for chimera ant and that was like a, I mean everyone was everyone was under leveled for a chimera ant um, but uh and then after but yeah after the election like really like it is just kind of like I I won't spoil it obviously but like you know this thing is happening and now this thing is happening like it's not something that was like majorly built up you know from earlier stuff. Um, not that, or not entirely, that's not entirely true, but, like, overall, yeah, um, but, I can't, like I said, I can't talk, it's not, that, certainly not at this level, because, like, one thing I just thought of, um, while you were talking was how, like, like, the plan was to, like, you know, um, Golan would be able to meet Hisoka at Heaven's, at, at York New, you know, if he wanted to give him the badge, 
But they happen to meet at the Heavens Arena, and so, like, you have the badge thing there, and then, like, they have another reason to go to York New, too. Because, like, and we already, like, we already knew about the auction, and it makes sense that, like, you know, Big Important Thing be at auction, though we don't know about Big Important Thing until later. But, um, yeah, I just, well, because especially because, like, the badge thing, like, that would have been a whole subplot during York New, but it wouldn't have fit that arc, so obviously it was a separate thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's neat. And literally, I was just going to fucking be a nerd and study books. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And here's the bit where Kilua, um explains the skill gap between um, everyone, basically, especially pointing like Gon's uh, not very strong, but compared to like um, even. Um, oh, that was it. Um, he, oh, Killua separated like normal mode and Kilua, I guess, because uh, he put himself below Hanzo. Um, but yeah, like like I said, I think last time Hanzo's actual like capabilities, you know, who knows? Um, so, and like they even kind of bring that up here with, uh, it's just approximation, like. Um, yeah, and he even says like the you know the stronger you are, the better you are at hiding that strength. Right. Because um, like Hisoka's most likely the strongest of these four characters being compared by like far, but. Um, like, they don't even know about Nen at this point, uh, so, yeah, no, he's absolutely, because, yeah, Hanzo doesn't know Nen either, so, of course, Hisoka's, like, way stronger, um, but, uh, and, and I do, this is, uh, this is also, um, you know, with the, with the main four splitting up for the time being, this is the first time that, like, Hunter Hunter gets to do its little, you know, characters going off to do their own thing, and so, like, we change up sort of the tempo of the story for a bit, whereas, you know, we've definitely gone through other shonen manga where you know the the cast has become a bit of an issue where it's like trying to fit all these characters in some characters right, getting kind right. of left. like with one piece splitting its characters in half and they still haven't all been together for literally uh 260 chapters yeah now well even uh-huh. well even then like that's not necessarily a I, I don't know it depends like in some cases it's more of an issue some cases it's not um yeah I, like i do miss some of the straw hats but i, I wouldn't say it's necessarily bad because like it also is able to make the story, you know, like, less of a fucking spiraling mess. Um, so. But yeah, more, and again, like, Hunter x Hunter is definitely a series where I can see it losing a certain appeal, uh, depending on what you're invested in. Like, if, you, if like, Leorio is your favorite yes. character, um, <laughs> sorry. I mean, why do you he, like Hunter x Hunter yeah. at all? Um, <laughs> I love the boy too, but but uh... you know, so like someone who's like a fan of Leorio and Karapika might not be as big of a fan of like Heaven's Arena or you know the arcs where they're not there. Uh, whereas like if you right. are a fan and of Gon and Kilua, your... you might not be a fan of a more Karapika centric arc like York New, right? Um, or or yeah, other you know. Um, but well, because I was gonna say something. I think we were in agreement about this point because we talked about it a while ago. But where how like. Like, the characters with the strongest desires are Gon and Krapika, so it makes sense that they're kind of, like, the actual main characters. Because, yeah, the story... Like, York knew is Krapika's arc, you know? And it's it's not in a way, like... Like, is it, like... Okay, a good comparison might be a fairy tale actually, because, like, Natsu's this kind of, like, constant character is always having these big climactic fights, even in other arcs, like um, Phantom Lord, which is, like, Lucy's arc, or uh, have it, the Tower of Heaven, which was another tower with the name Heaven in it, now I think about it. Um... <laughs> That, uh, you know, that was Urza's arc, but Natsu's still getting climactic fights, where, it, like, York knew Gon and Killua are just there. Um, like, they're they're obviously, like, out of their, you know, depth in a, in a few ways. Like, they're just, in the big finale, they're hostages. Um, you know? So it's, like, like Karapika's the, the main, 
move, move plot moving character even though like you know the, I, even though Gon and Killua are still like the perspective characters for quite a bit of it and um and you know that's notwithstanding even the current arc in the manga that I won't go into but uh yeah so it's like and yeah I agree with you about with how like if you like one significantly better than the other then that's like you know good chunks of the series you're not like you're not going to be as invested and you know chimera and being one of those chunks if you're not as huge on gone or killua and the manga stuff being you know yeah for uh Kurai pika but uh i remember there also th- this brought to mind a comment from the last podcast which was like uh you're going to talk about gone as a main character because i think he's pretty boring and i'm like i i love gone as a protagonist so i don't know what you want from me i think gone and killer's relationship is probably the best part about the manga honestly <laughs> like they're good boys like i like karapika too but it's you know i just um yeah uh, we'll we'll talk about them especially as we get it later in um Although, because I think you know, yeah. I think the whole cast is good. We can talk um, more about it because there's a popularity poll that comes up a little later. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but now we get to anyway, Heaven's uh, Arena. It's literally like a page. Like, let's go to Heaven's Arena. Okay, we're at Heaven's Arena. <laughs> um, like, like they're li- yeah, but um, yeah, like you see the little you that, see the little or, blimp that they take, and then boom, <laughs> and they're there. Yeah. Which this is like a really interesting bit of um. It's just an interesting setting, not just for, like, the arc to take place in, but also, like, that this is a part of the world. Like, it's this giant tower, and a lot of, like, the... A lot of the details of Heaven's Arena are just interesting to think about, and it's not that they... Well, no, they do They do play an active role in the arc. Like, the fact that characters can literally just, like, live here. Um, and so, like, some <laughs> characters, uh, they choose to, like stagnate because of that like there are so many benefits to mm. reaching a certain level in heaven's arena and like yeah they do want to try to be like the floor master or whatever but like they don't strive to improve they're always trying to like find any way any means necessary to get a win and yeah right with the the easy ways yeah that's true um because one thing yeah i guess i hadn't thought about heaven's arena in that regard probably because we don't really see a lot of the high level stuff because like I remember it. I yeah, because they talk the... about this, like, you know, not just the floor masters who we don't see, but, like, the Battle Olympian. It's like, what the fuck is that? Well, we may never know. Yeah, like, that's why I kind of talked about how it is kind of like they just leave, um, where it's like, even though there is more to explore in the Heavens Arena. Um, well, because I mentioned finding this interesting back in One Piece in Corridor Coliseum, where uh, Idio, where he's like this boxer. Like, here's a superpowered setting, and here's a character who's, like, really strong just fighting for for you know money and enjoyment like um well every, all these other characters he's you know now fighting along in the coliseum they're doing like life or death battle, battle battles on the high seas and this is kind of like that equivalent but for hunter hunter we just don't really see it we don't see that like hisoka is the closest one we see where he's just a guy who enjoys fighting and he happens to be here but like we don't see the other floors where you, you i can imagine like these guys who are like you know these high level nen users who are just interest like fight enjoy enjoy fighting and are like that's that was so it would be neat to see it because like I do think that's interesting where you do have these like battle series with life or death stakes but also you've got like competitive fighters you know um it rem- I guess we'll talk about like it- the relationship of Nen Nen to the setting oh sorry you're, you're trying I was to gonna say it rem- <laughs> you it reminds me of the the one filler movie because like this seems like a setting that, that would be really good yes. for like a filler movie like just a bunch of action stuff 
but the filler movie that uses it doesn't even really rely on the Heavens Arena setting. And it's like, no. why did you even set it up here? You, oh, that movie's... Oh, God, I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> and then show bonus where you sit on the Hunter Hunter movies. No. Um, uh... I'd be willing anyway, to do um, it, like, if people really want to see me go <laughs> off with, like, negativity. Because, <laughs> yeah, you have, even with Fairytale and Rave, you had bits, but, like, you were mostly so disinterested in them, so... Um, where with me, like, I obviously have, like, the terrain... I built my career off of <laughs> being angry at art, sadly. Like, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> well, because, like, the thing with, like, that movie, as opposed to, like, Fairy Tale or something, was, like, Fairy Tale. I struggled to get invested in the first place, but, like... That is like taking yeah. a setting I was invested in and turning it into something I'm not invested in, and then it's uh... what you don't like fight after fight after fight. Uh... <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, um, I, I I love the trope where it's like like well, Gon just beats the one guy in like a sumo slap with like he's like <laughs> he's literally twelve years old fighting in its grunk grunk man and everyone's like what like i always like that shit um like mentioning dressrosa for this i guess because they're both like you know again more competitive stuff in a ac- general action setting where it's like I, I i i did find that one refreshing where lucy is like this complete unknown and but he's really really strong and it's just it goes back to that the the, the stuff we see in early one piece and like right here with hunter hunter early hunter hunter where it's like the character is an unknown so it's oh, it's it's. I, I like it. I like seeing the unknown be really strong and beat the shit out of people. It's funny. It's also kind of um, interesting because you know, obviously, there was a bit of a training arc in between the hunter exam and now because like they had to train to open the gates for the Zoldic family. Yes. But because there weren't really any fights in that arc, we never we got like a payoff to the training. So like this is that payoff, and so it is a little surprising when it's like, oh wow, he just. Easily shrug that Gon's guy off. Gon's surprised. Yeah, he well, Gon, even Gon, he's like, whoa, because Killua is just like, trust me, because you know he he. I'm pretty sure he knew that Gon was able to get through the gate, so he's like, just do this, like, so you don't kill him. Um, and like Gon's like looking at his hand after, like, did I get that strong? Damn. Um, so yeah, it's a good little moment. Um, and of course, as we go through the whole thing, we're getting little bit, tidbits from Killua about like, because he he's been here before at age six. Um, like, I, yeah, and it is, like, relatively, like, I guess to br- come bring up something I mentioned ba- uh, back with the Zoldex stuff is that he, um, like, yeah, it's it's competitive fighting, so, yeah, he probably got, might have gotten hurt, but it's, like, much, it's still less danger than his fucking family. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it is kind of fucked up um, that they just, like, dropped him here at the age of six and was like, all right, come back when you've reached, like, the 200th floor or whatever. It's like, ugh. <sighs> But even then, it's I, I, as I said, it's like I don't. Oh, and there's the, the running gag of like Killua spent literally like thousands and thousands on just like snacks. <laughs> like, no, I don't even know if thousands like does it justice. Like, millions, I thought they even equated right. yeah, to like millions, millions or like billions. No. Yeah, no, yeah, or no. I'm looking at the panel now. It says like 200 million. Um, whatever. I forget the currency right now. Um, and and I don't know on stacks. <laughs> fucking like chocolate bars and shit you little <laughs> it looks good um oh yeah and of course they run into um zushi the little martial arts boy um and wing 
Yeah, it's kind of funny how Zushi gets used in this arc. Um, because, like, he shows up, and it's like, oh, we've got a new comrade to be along for the ride. And then, literally, it's like, next fight, Killua versus Zushi. It's like, fuck. <laughs> so much for that. Yeah, and, of course, he's there. Like, he's... You know, he's this, like, baby Nen user to sort of introduce us to the, you know, and of course he's being trained, um, as well. <laughs> and of course, um, Gon and Kilo start learning Nen and they far outstrip him like he was even getting mad, like... Yeah, there was even a part where he was not... like, no, they, they better not surpass me in an afternoon, like, no, take a break, like, <laughs> rest is Poor important, kid. too. <laughs> like, he, like, cause he, Wing even says, like, he's a really talented kid. He's like, but Gon and Killua are just on another fucking level, um, and, and just ability. Like, but Shonen is hard work, like good hard work, like Hunter Hunter. Yeah, the, okay, I guess uh, they work for like an afternoon and become gods. Uh, hard work. Um, no, I, I'm fine with it. I ju- I'm just bitching about the community again. Um, but yeah, um. It turns out, like, because Kilo is pretty, like, confident about his abilities, but here we get a situation where, like, he's, like, against a complete unknown because he doesn't understand Nen, and, like, Wing even stops him from going, like, all out. So, um, it's, like, you, you know, the gap is unknown because Kilo is so, like, like he's lacking this whole, like, level layer of techniques. Uh, it's it's an interesting gap because normally, like, the gap is, like, oh, this character is so strong, but here, like... Killua is mopping the floor with him, but yet he, like, can't finish. He can't finish Zushi off, and that's where the intrigue is, because it's, like, it's not... Because we know that Killua will win, because he's not struggling at all, but there's still something that, like... There's still something throwing him off that, like, he can't... I don't know. And that that's, that's another right. interesting little... It's also kind of funny when it starts off and, like, the odds favor Zushi and Killa has that little, like, insecurity streak where he's like, uh... <laughs> he, he, gets, he gets pissed. And, and you can just see Zushi crying. He's like, oh, no, he's mad. He's gonna hurt me. And he does have to... He has to apologize later. Um, but anyway, like, Killa does overhear and learn the name Ren, which is, you know, one of the facets in Nen. And, uh... But they, they keep moving up. Um, they're strong. They get their room. Um. Yeah, like when he's like, change of plans. We're going all the way to the top. And Gon's like, that w- that was my plan. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they ask uh, Zushi about Nen. And so we get... Um, I think it's pretty interesting. Like, like Obviously, we get the fake explanation of Nen. Which I was like thinking way too hard about. And then it's like, oh, it's no, I was lying. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Um, cause like, you know, one of the points he even like for opening up Nen, he says something about like, you know, determining the goal and that ties into like Nen being desire, you know, will wanting to something, you know? Um, and, but then it's like, like, cause I remember comparing it. It's like, cause one thing he says is like, um, Zetsu is putting it into words or no, wait, no. Or, um, when in actuality, Zetsu is like, it's the one that you hide your Nen. So it's not putting anything into words. It's actually like quieting, basically. So it's like, you know, because that was the lie. Um, and because like some of them were like, yeah, like kind of true. But um, with the fake ones, the fake explanation. Um, mm-hmm. But I was <laughs> I was just saying because I was like trying to read into it. But then it's like, oh, wait, no, it's trash. Never mind. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, we get the moment that you mentioned uh, earlier where uh, Wing activates his uh, Ren and scares the shit out of Killua, who has just a higher level of danger sense. Um, he has also considered the, the needle that he has in his forehead where, um, you know, he's more self-preserving. Um, but yeah, so it's like... Were you going to say something? or Yeah, but then I decided not to because I kind of already said okay. it earlier. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um... Although I do think that like the fake explanation of Nen... Uh, is so kind of interesting because it gives like a gives like another layer to Nen because because it is something the whole like focusing and whatever um, you know it does it, you know like when when Gon is not supposed to practice Nen but like he can practice like the the mental aspect of Nen and you know like the the spiritual sort of I don't know everything that gets explained here um, it also makes me think of like it made me think of hockey because like you know. Here it's initially expressed that like, oh, it's like your force of will. That that is what Nen is, and to mm-hmm. me that that made me think of hockey because like hockey is very much like a manifestation yes. of that. Like you even have oh, like the Conqueror's hockey, right. where it's straight up like you can knock people unconscious through force of will. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kilua then has a moment where he's like, well, you know, you can't just do that. Like you can't just, you know, wanting to win is not going to make a punch hurt less or whatever. Um, so it's like, it's not quite, I don't know, not to say that like hockey's bad and one piece is bad, but you know, it's like a different level of, I don't know. It it, like, it made me think uh, of hockey, but it's also like different. I forgot because I mentioned this a while ago that there was a write up on Nen and I even mentioned a Nen or a hockey and I even mentioned Nen or it mentioned Nen as an aside and what what hockey is and what it means. Um, and I was linked those. So in the description, I just, okay, I'm saying this for me. <laughs> so, cause I need to link, um, the one post about Togashi being inspired by Kanikuman, um, the, uh, the blog about the Nen show or the, not the Nen show, the Nen analyses, um, the Tumblr. And now I need the hockey, the hockey post. Um, just cause like it does break down more about just what, because ah, I wish they did one for Nen, because, like, I'm kind of curious as, as to the differences, because, like, they, they both focus on, like, willpower, but uh, they're also different words, which it would imply different connotations. So, um, but yeah, no, that is, because uh, I was thinking about, uh, like, well, what, I, what I was thinking about as far as, like, hockey comparison is where, like, um, hockey is... Like, hockey is, like, the basic techniques, like, ev- the ones everyone can learn, where Devil Fruits are, like, the unique abilities, but, like... We learned about Devil Fruits first, and then hockey is, like, this mysterious thing. Or, like, with Nen, it's, you learn the basic abilities, because it's one system, you learn the basic abilities first, and then you get the more unique ones later. Um, like, they don't get their unique stuff until, like, Greed Island. Um, so, not for, like, a whole arc. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting how, like, they're, they're flipped a bit. Um, as far as, like, involving it into the, like, bringing it into the world. Um, and the characters. Though, of course, like, I guess both Hockey and Devil Fruits did show up in Chapter 1, even though Hockey wasn't named, but yeah. Um, so anyway, um, we learned a little tidbit about how, like, um, Wing... Wing says that Nen cannot be, uh, like, it needs to be, like, it it should only be taught to certain people because it's incredibly dangerous. Um, and I thought that was interesting. Um, did you have anything specific to say about it? Um, or should I just go into why I thought it was neat? Um, um, just go ahead. Maybe I can add something okay. later. 
because like well because i i've also i also thought about um Yu Hakusho and level E and this is regard like I guess it's maybe maybe like a theory or projection of like how the series might go because like keeping Nen limited like in general it's very um like it's it's an incredible power but it's also something everyone is capable of and like uh, like that line actually made me think of One Piece because Rayleigh says something about like something someone when teaching Luffy hockey but um anyway that was that's a weird tangent but um so like Obviously, the reason that they want to, you know, keep only keep it only in hands of, you know, good people is because people can exploit it and um, do terrible things. But also, you know, people come up with it naturally anyway. Like there's uh, what like the first Nen users we really see are Hisoka and Illumi, uh, not great people. Um, and so, like, how I just I may, maybe like thinking about um, how Yu show and Level E ended, where like the demons and humans are together and the aliens and humans are together, like, I kind of envision that, like, by the end of the series, like, in, maybe in a flash forward, like, everyone's going, like, Nen is just going to be a basic part of life. Um, so, just going by what Togashi has, so, I, I, you know, I don't know what that necessarily would, you know, signify, and, like, how the series is going to reach that point. Like, there is some stuff with the Hunter Association going on in the manga-only stuff right now um, that I would I would bring up and, you know, but obviously can't. Um, it's just an interesting thought I had about how, like, yeah, Nen is kind of like, the, Nen users are like an elite hidden group, and so, of people who can do amazing things, and, uh, there, you, you know, you could reasonably, like, and maybe, maybe that in is itself is a problem, because, like, there's this fear that humanity, human, hu like, humanity isn't ready for Nen, and, you know, if you compare that to, like, level E and, uh, Yuhaku show like there was this fear that humanity isn't ready ready to interact with demons or this hu this fear that uh humanity isn't ready to have aliens and maybe they're all like and those were both proved to be wrong so mm. I feel like Togashi is going somewhere similar there because he's he's done this same basic idea twice like um and like even going to Chimera Antarctica is you have the same kind of thing there where it's like you know Chimera ants are basically like this they're just they're just, they're similar to humans enough that like they can coexist um like there's nothing stopping them and that from happening basically um see you reminded me of i remember that uh i remember hearing like a complaint about like how nen is initially like this mysterious thing that like the characters going through the hunter exam didn't even know about it but then like when we get to chimera ant like here are these creatures just sort of being born with it um so it will, it will be interesting right. to kind of think on that when we get to chimera ant especially from the lens that you just I mean, brought up which i hadn't well, it's not something I'd really consider, and I, but I think it sounds interesting. And now that you're, like, now that you're saying that to me, like, I forget if it was, okay, this is a very minor spoiler, but like, because at the end of the anime, we do find out that like the big world tree was it's it's a, it's a, it was a, it's a stunted tree from the the dark continent, like it's the biggest like tree in the in the in the regular world, but on the dark continent, it's a stunted baby. And we also find out that chimera ants are from the dark continent. They're like so thinking about that like uh, uh, in the you know um regular world like the chimera ants like they ate nen users humans and yeah being born like um and as such are exceedingly dangerous but in the dark continent they're only like a fair level of threat um like so maybe the dark continent because like if you know humans can use nen like and maybe you know are there like animals smart enough to also use nen like like chimera ants like magical beasts like you know, Nen, maybe the Dark Continent is already the space where Nen is more common. So, like, to, to address that complaint is, like, 
it's the world opening up that is the thing. Like that's net like Nen is more understandably like a thing over in the dark continent and chimera chimera ants are from the dark continent. So yeah, they're being born with it because like it's it's not of this world, basically. Um so so yeah, minor spoiler, but you just made me think about that. So I don't know. Um, I, I wish Yonder Hunter was over so we could talk about it in full, but it's, I don't, uh, Tokashi, I'm sorry. Why were you, oh, God. Um, anyway, this is turning out to be a long episode, even though <laughs> there's still a little, like, content. Oh my God, this is going to be the longest one. Uh, this, York New and Chimera Ant, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm afraid, Mathis, I'm afraid. <laughs> um. So, um, one thing, uh, they go up to the, 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 they're finally on the floor of monsters where, like, no longer are they even fighting for money, um, but, like, and, and, like, the, the, it shifts pretty dramatically, like, they, there's, like, uh, you know, bloodlust, and, uh, they can't go through the hallway, and then, like, there's, like, obviously the comparison, because there's, like, the girl, uh, the, the, um, you know, guide to the general, like, yeah. thing. And she's got, she's got, like, bags under her eyes. She, like, looks, she, like, compared to the earlier one, like, who was, like, cuter, she's definitely a little, like, off, you know? Like, it, it just, like, immediately kind of gets across, like, what this these floors are like. Yeah, um, and so they're like, is she the one with the mysterious? But no, obviously it's not her. It's a fake out. <laughs> right. Um, it's Ahsoka. He's here. Uh, clown boy. <laughs> See, this is, like... So I know we talked about before about like to- how Togashi draws characters and stuff, and I kind of memed about this on Twitter. But this is like the first panel where like Hisoka shows up and he has that like playful sort of like sexual energy that just comes <laughs> with the territory of being Hisoka. Like he came off as more I love like the way you phrase that. Go he on, came though. off as more like creepy in the like Hunter exam. Like he did have his moments where he had like the the weirdly like detailed like the faces. Um... But this is the first one where, like, I don't know. It's it's clearly got, like, a different energy than his other appearances. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, he, he's, like, not outright antagonist. Like, or this, I guess it's because this is a controlled environment. You know, the Hunter exam, he's, like, literally introduced killing, like, cutting off a dude's arms. And, you know, in the first phase, he has his his own examination. Um, where he's literally just murdering dudes who fail. Um, and here it's like, yeah, he's he's uh, just a barrier, you know, in a controlled environment where, you know, killing is certainly allowed, but, you know, and he obviously doesn't want to kill Gon, so, um, yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah, when you say it like that, because, yeah, this is when he's, like, on the arc to him, like, working alongside the main characters, um, this is definitely a, a step in that direction, yeah. you know, towards seeing it, seeing it as more of a possibility. So it makes sense that he would be presented differently as well. Um See, now, I mean, maybe I'm, I don't know, just thinking about, like, the the context of, because we know that there are the characters who, like, they have, like, the, they go through the, like, initiate, the Nen initiation, and so we see that their their bodies are all kind of fucked up in various different ways. Uh, like, one guy is missing an arm, the one guy doesn't even have legs, so he, like, became a top. Yeah. Um, and then there's the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> So like I, they said I could become anything, so I became a top. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, um, that's just what you made me think about. I, I, so, um, I, I, like maybe I'm reading yeah, into this incorrectly, but like when Hisoka sort of like pushes them away and like wards them off, that makes me almost wonder. Like, is that his form of initiate? Because like we know that like he wants them to get stronger, and so seeing them 
I don't know, get like injured in a severe way might hamper that. So that's why I almost wonder, does him showing up yeah. before they do, like, is that his way of sort of like keeping them away so that they don't, I, maybe, I, like I said, I could be completely wrong. Um, well, I feel like, cause like, I remember, you, I think maybe it was Alexander talking about it, but just generally like Hisoka's morality, because like he does do positive things, but like ultimately it's based on this motive of like, who am I going to fight and kill with, yes. or you know, possibly kill when they're at their peak? Like, so he's protecting them. Like, yeah, I think that's perfectly fair to say that. Yeah. He's protecting them. He's forcing them to learn Nen or, um, start over, you know? And like, because yeah, like wing even says like, they could have like forcibly activated your Nen, but with a much less like, like, cause when he, when he's doing it, he's even says like, this is a very risky, you know, thing. Like it, you could easily be abused and, you know, possibly killed or hurt, seriously hurt by someone doing this and Gon's like, yeah, but you're not going to do that. Right. And like, Gon's yeah. such a good boy. Um, but like, yeah, he even points out like, like during the fight that could have happened by these guys who met, had no goodwill within them at, whatsoever. Like they would have just like abused the shit out of it and seriously hurt or crippled. Yeah. Um, Gon or Killua so that they couldn't. And yeah, Hisoka would obviously be not cool with that. So yeah, so, like it's not to um, say that like, Oh, Hisoka does have some good intentions because it's more like, I am keeping you safe from these people so that I may hurt you, so that I may kill you one day. It happens to be good in the moment, but, like, at the end of the day, like, Gon and Hisoka are probably going to have a serious battle involving, you know, I'd assume Hisoka's death, (laughs) because, like, Gon's the main character. Um, And some people have doubts about, like, that, given what happens at the end of the series. Uh, Read interviews. Uh, Togashi, very much... there's a fucking part in Chimera Ant where it's like, oh yeah, King Gyro, uh, he'll meet Gon later. Yeah, Gon, Gon's adventure is done. Uh, he's just gonna meet this one other, like, character sp- who doesn't do anything in the arc, but is explicitly mentioned as important, or because he was explicitly mentioned. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to, had to get yeah, that Yeah, no, Togashi has said some, like, cryptic things in interviews that have, like, no, don't, don't do this to my favorite characters. <laughs> But yeah, he it, 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 he it is still Gon's story, is my what I wanted to get across there, even if, like... Wait, is that a spoiler? Shit. Um, so yeah, Wing shows off Nen, and it's, like, destructive capabilities. Um, See, and, and I do like the translation for, like, the explanations of Nen, because clearly, like, the terms, it's one of those things where, like, they have multiple meanings, um, and that's how they're able to do, like, the fake Nen in the first place. Uh, like how Wing is able to lie to them, like, um, and so like we actually get like the not translators' notes, but just like little like things in parentheses to kind of like clarify. Um. Yes, because like you even see like the symbols and in the text, which is I don't think it, I can't remember seeing that off the top of my head where they're like they're translating it, but they're actually just like including the original symbol that obviously ninety nine percent of readers are not going to be able to read. Yeah, um, but he's yeah. Uh, like, cause that, that is a, I guess like, you know, like this is probably like the best, uh, Viz translation we've had, I think. Like Bleach was good too, for sure. But this is, um, uh, they're both up there rather where, um, I did also like Fairy Tales, uh, Kodansha translation. Um, but yeah, we get more explanation and, um, they get their Nen unlocked. They have to, you know, kind of keep it down so that they don't die. <laughs> but, uh. I remember there being He's a gag, like, I think, in the uh, anime, because, like, uh, Wing, like, destroys this wall uh, to, like, show, like, what Nen can do. 
But, like, I don't remember, like, what sort of building they're in. Because I, I thought I remember there being a gag in one of the adaptations where it's like, hey, what the fuck? You just destroyed this wall. Because there's also <laughs> a sort of thing, like, when he, uh, like, initially shows it off and he, like, slices the can of juice with, uh, like, a piece of paper from a book. So she's like, did you have to tear up my book and destroy my juice? <laughs> <laughs> Wing just destroys shit without thinking, I guess. Like, I gotta show off how cool Nen is, and it's like, no, don't. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it is kind of interesting, too, um, because, like, he, he says he is an enhancer, which, you know, we get, like, the little personality uh, analysis based on, like, Nen abilities, and, like, the enhancers are the more, like, straightforward, because, like, Gon is an enhancer. Um, so it kind of yeah. makes sense that, like, he would do, you know, perhaps do things, not necessarily do things without thinking, but, like, not I don't know. No, I, I get what you're saying. Because, like, yeah, Hisoka's personality test is definitely um, fairly, you know, accurate um, for what we've seen. Um, but, yeah, once they get Nen, they can pretty easily pass Hisoka's test. And he even points out, like, okay, yeah, you could do the basic shit, but you aren't, you, you, like, you're still not ready. Like, he shows off how, um, you know, he can do, like, these little, like, he makes shapes just because uh, it's neat. Um and we get a little preview of the the, th- the three opponents they'll be facing for their uh, um, further, you know, terms. Because, again, Gon wants to fight Ahsoka. Um, <laughs> and I love the person explaining, like, the Floor Masters and Olympia shit. Because, like, she's so... She, they're, they're children. And she's trying to hype them up and be like, yeah, fighting, tournaments. And they're just like, they don't give a fuck at all. Yeah. <laughs> This poor lady, she just gets pissed off. <laughs> uh, she's funny. Um, yeah, because it's like, why are you here if you don't want to partake in any of this? <laughs> anyway, we get our first fight. Uh, Gon versus Guido, um, who I could only remember the name because I saw it right there in front of me. <laughs> Where And yeah, Gon turns it into training. He... Um, like, he, he tra- figures out how to, uh, like, he, he deduces what the ability is, and he, um, he, yeah, he keeps using it to get stronger, even if he might not be able to win. But he doesn't, he doesn't give up. <laughs> okay, but you know what's also kind of cool? Because, um, like, they talked about Nen kind of being shaped by the individual, and that's a big appeal of the, of the power system, is that, like, yes. it's very, you know, shaped by the characters and character flaws and stuff. So what's interesting about these three characters is that their Nen abilities very much play into the, you know, cost of their initiation. Because, like, Guido's ability is all the stuff with the tops, and he's able to spin himself like a top. Where, you know, obviously he doesn't have the legs now, which I assume was a cost of the initiation. That's why he has, like, the the top spinny leg thing now. Yeah, yeah. Um, You have the guy in the wheelchair who's able to, like, accelerate... With, with the wheelchair, and he's got the whips and stuff. So it's a case where, like, yeah, they, they made these sacrifices, and then those sacrifices became their power. Or, like, maybe, or it's like, they're making the best out of their circumstances, might be another way to put it, where it's like, they were hurt in this wet, horrible way, and, like, but they were able to, like, they yeah, they also didn't give up. In a, like, even, yeah, they're not necessarily becoming stronger. Like, uh-huh. they focus on, they're like Tonfa, they're just beating up weak people um, and preying on them. But, like... 
at the same time, yeah, they are still, like, doing what they can with their circumstances. Oh, yeah, um, and we do get more of an explanation, especially once we get to, like, Castro and we talk about, um, like, maximizing the potential of your Nen and how some of these characters, like, they do make their abilities work based on their limitations, but those, you know, it's not necessarily the best that their Nen is capable of. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Gon got the shit beat out of him. Uh, he's he, like, oh yeah, and there's the thing where it's like, um, the doctor says it would take four months to heal. Uh, Kilo lies and he does the cat face because <laughs> he, he says that it would take two months to heal. <laughs> but a good yeah, point. it's good. And then, of, of course, it actually takes one month to heal because Gon's a freaking weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, and so then, like, he spends the next month, like, what, because then you see after we see that it's healed, he's he's back in the sling. So, like, he's still, like, faking it for a month around Wing. So it, it shows that, like, you know, gone, he might be, like, he might be, like, a kind kid, and he might be, uh, he might be, like, innocent and honest, but he can, he can be a little sneaky. Like, he is still a kid. <laughs> right. Um, so, like, he might not have broken like, the did... promise about, like, using Nen. But he's still, well, I don't want anyone to know that my arm is actually healed. Because, like, I had imagined there's still things yeah. that he could do using that arm that maybe he doesn't want any, he doesn't want to let Wing know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because Wing got mad and slapped. Huh. I mean, I guess this isn't really a thing that's quite, like, expanded on. But, like, you know, he meant, like, he meant Kite for, like, a day. And so Wing is, like, the first, like, adult yes. dude who's, like, yeah, um... Like, I wouldn't go as far as say he's, like, a father figure, because they don't have that, like, deep of a relationship, but he is a male authority figure that Gon really hasn't had before. So, yeah, he does, like, you know, he, even, he subverts him at times, but also, like, yeah, with the sling, he he, he follows the, ex, like, Kilo's lie, um, even though, like, he was healed. Like, it doesn't come up. Yeah, so that is interesting. Um, I hadn't thought about that before. No, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting, too, because, you know, he initially doesn't think much of it. Like, oh, yeah, I broke my arm. Uh, you know, I figured it wouldn't kill me. It's not a big deal. But then, you know, like when Wing slaps him and is like, hey, what, you, what, what the fuck are you doing? Um, you know, he does take it a little more, a little more seriously. Like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to fulfill this promise. I'm going to do this thing. And it, it's neat. Right. Also, I think, yeah, gone. You know, he doesn't or he does. I was going to say real quick. He doesn't want to hurt people. Uh, but he like he's fine with being hurt himself. But he you know he hasn't quite got that hurting himself does hurt other people like emotionally. Yeah. Oh. 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 That gave me an idea. <laughs> but we'll get to you were gonna you were gonna say something. Um, um. Yeah. But I'm looking back more at like the actual um, you know the fighting before that. I do think it's interesting how um, you know Gon is able to use Zetsu and he like suppresses his aura and Wing is like wait I didn't teach him that. Um, which is, you know, I guess it's not like, that's <laughs> oh, an interesting yes. thing where like the 2011 anime very directly sets it up. And I think the 1999 anime does it as well, where it like very, it places more I emphasis would expect so, on because, like they would have had that material when they started. Yeah. It, so like know, the moment with known. Hisoka where he like, you know, you see him like suppressing his presence and then it's easier to look back on later and be like, Oh, that was very clearly Nen. The manga didn't really call as much attention to it in the moment, so I'm thinking this is something where Togashi just kind of went back and was like, yeah, this moment worked, or, yeah. you know, maybe he maybe he did think of it at the time, and but just didn't think to, like, dwell on it a little more than, he actually, than you know, like, mm -hmm. how the anime does you it. Know? 
And one thing I thought it was kind of interesting, because we kind of get, like, it later with the Castro fight, but, like, because Gon was hidden from Hisoka's presence, a Nen user. Like, in a way, Hisoka was, like, very familiar with Nen and didn't, you know, he didn't expect to be followed. Like, he even said, like, oh, man, that was a work of art. Like, he was impressed by Gon's ability to follow them. Yeah. But the whole time, Gon was being followed. Like, even though he's suppressing his Nen, he's still detectable by, like, eyes yeah um you know so where a, a normal character <laughs> like was that able he's to, still like, detectable by eyes <laughs> right a nor you know a normal human is still able to detect and track gone even though he's like using this technique that you know he shouldn't be able to know about but he's just naturally learned it by wanting to hide his presence um and having that presumably having that strong desire to awaken his then naturally um so yeah i just like i thought that was interesting because you almost have hisoka like evoking the same flaw that cost caster does in their fight where you know he's just not like think it's just but like guess left like with castro he didn't have the basics of nen um which was his like failing where with hisoka he like forgot the like or he you know he he wasn't considering the basics of just like you know senses um like he's just so used to being a nen user like he doesn't need to see a person if he can sense their aura pretty much you know and of course there's n where it's like he evokes it is our over across the whole space and he knows everything in that space yeah you know? um so i hadn't thought about that like i didn't think about that at the time for sure um a little interesting it's also um, another example of a character's abilities kind of reflecting you know their their character or like their upbringing so you know wing does call attention to that you know gong grew up in nature so having the ability yes. to you know, hide your presence is to blend with. Yes, yeah, blend. It's with definitely nature. something yeah. where, like, his upbringing, um, his upbringing makes him more. Uh, you know, it's more of a strength that he just kind of naturally leans into. It's it's like the nature versus nurture thing, and yeah. in this case, it's very much just his nature to be able to suppress his prep. You know, be have what's the word I'm looking for? Be better able to do that. You said nature versus nurture, and I hadn't thought about that in regards to Gon and Killua, because, yeah, Gon's a character who just, like, naturally lived, and he's he's just natural, like, what a person might be like, because, you know, he had he did have nurture with, like, you know, Mito and such, like, it's not like he had no uh, upbringing, but, um, where Killua is a character who's, like, he was very much nurtured to be a killer, basically, and so, um... I hadn't thought about them in regards to how, like, Kilo's upbringing was so controlled, where Golan was much more free, um, as, you know, contrast, I guess, um, but anyway, um, they talk about the, the Golan, you know, dodging through the tops and learning how to do Nen, almost, you know, you know, and he ended up getting hit, um, oh yeah, and, uh, like, Wing is, like, uh, concerned that, uh, you know, like, He's, like, endangering these people because he's giving these children, you know, powerful abilities that, you know, will allow them to get into more dangerous situations. Uh, Killua points out that, like, they would have found out about Nen eventually. You know, they already knew about Hisoka, and, yeah, the whole Zoldic family knows it, basically. But, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a little uh, cutaway with Karapika, who's uh, trying to get work, but doesn't have Nen, so he can't. Yeah, I do. I do like the little cutaways to to Karapika during this time, um, because you even get like the little chapter cover at one point where it's just like, "Oh, I need to cut my hair," uh, which is just <laughs> you know an interesting little way of keeping him. And you get a few with Lurio; he's studying. Yeah, um, but yeah. Yes. But yeah, it keeps them both like in, like, because yeah, you don't need to like pay uh, you know explicit attention to them for like a whole chapter. But it does, you know, give us, like, here's where they are now, here's what they're doing. Because 
yeah, a lot of time passes in Hunter Hunter, you know, like throughout the arc, like this arc, you know, like after this arc, they go to York New. Uh, so it's roughly six months, basically, that they're at Heaven's Arena. And um, like, <laughs> that's pretty wild to think about. Um, like, I think for comparison, well, I yeah, think like, Fairy Tale up to... Of... Well, I mean, yeah, sorry, I'm cutting you off. But like a lot of shonen yeah, well, stories do yeah. the thing where time seems to like stand still where a lot of events take place in a very short amount of time and so or they or an un- completely unknown amount of time until the author says something like i was gonna say um like up to tenro island is basically half a year so these like 15 chapters of Hever- heaven's arena take place in the same time period as li- literal like literally like 20 what 30 volumes of fairy tale um you know so just because like yeah, they're both six months. Um, you know, One Piece, there's no idea how long it took. I think someone like looked at the phase of the moon and estimated that that like the um, like Maple Village, you know, or you know the Usopp arc to like Water Seven is like a month, uh, because it follows the phases of the moon. Um, or maybe you know, I don't know, multiple months. I don't know, but yeah, it is a wildly different length of time. And yeah, like you said, they don't normally don't like call too much attention to it. Like, I guess a school setting would be more likely because you always have, like, the Christmas episode, the Valentine's Day episode, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, this doesn't have that, but it's still able to, like, address a passage of time. Um, did you have any more to say? Or shall we move on to, um, Castro being introduced? Well, there is the little um, moment where Wing is thinking about, you know, how, how Gone was willing to, like, put his life at risk for just to have, like, fun, just to progress his power. And he says, you know, what have I done? Have I awoken a terrible monster? <laughs> and, I mean, that, like, that that's an example of very blatant foreshadowing. Like, maybe, you know, maybe Togashi didn't know exactly how it would play out, but, like, this is very clearly leading to something. Yeah, the cap- a capability of Gons that's uh, potentially very terrifying. That we'll talk about later. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Golan's not allowed to watch the fight. Or oh, go on. Or oh yeah, I was just thing? gonna say that because Kilo's got the tickets and yes, he's like it's not really training Nen, but he's like studying Nen is no. Golan's a good boy. He, he he might break his promise, so he's not gonna. Or no, no, it, it, it is actually. Yeah, Kai Wing said so. Um, but, yeah, uh, I like the part later when Wing is like, "Oh, I designed the." <laughs> Gone is like, "When I, whenever I looked at the the string on my on my finger, you know, I I felt calmer." And Wing was like, "Oh, I designed it to have that effect." Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm, yeah. But anyway, Killua goes to see Castro and gets busted. Like we see a, another like level to the gap. Like he he does have these abilities, but he's not as experienced as using them because he's only known them for so long. Like he hides his nen, and Castro is like put on guard because he's like, oh, that aura just just disappeared. Uh, what does this person like? What where is this person going? And sure enough, like he uses his duplicate technique and slips behind Kilua. Um, and even like gives him a little lesson. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like this little interaction because it does give it gives the impression that like oh Castro he's gonna go off to the Battle Olympia and he's like I'll be waiting for you there and we'll oof yeah good <laughs> good luck with that buddy <laughs> yeah um but yeah we do get the uh, Hisoka versus Castro where it turns out like you know Castro fought him before he did a decent job against Hisoka um and trained because he you know he did ultimately lose um. 
And like, yeah, I guess relative to like Hisoka's fights in the Heavens Arena, even now he gives Hisoka, you know, the best fight. Um, like he get, hurts him the most, even though Hisoka's definitely toying with him a bit. Um, like Hisoka's fucking like a crazy person. Like holy shit, he just like he fucking eats his arm. <laughs> yeah, absolute fucking batshit insane. <laughs> Like, even Caster's, like, uh, like, in the panel after that, he's, like, sweating, and he's, like, uh. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm trying to think about if anything specific to say about the fight. Like, it's neat. Um, it's cool. Well, because we get, now we get, like, two Nen users fighting each other for the first time, really. So we get, like, a, a display of Nen, but from an out, as it, as outsiders, like, we don't really see what happens until, like, the post Yeah, this later. is this is an interesting fight, because we haven't really had one like this up to this point, where, like, the action happens, and we're kind of kept in the dark, and then afterwards, bits of it are explained. Right, we see it as a magic trick, and then the trick is explained to us. Um, like, we, we just know Nen exists, but we have not gotten nothing about, the, like, the unique abilities at all, and here we see two. Like, we get have to get explained, like, the different kinds of Nen, like the reason Caster's ability was so hard to learn is because it's like, it takes, um, you know, it takes from two aspects that are like on opposite sides of the hex. And, um, where Hisoka's ability is much more, you know, attuned to him. And yeah, and, you know, Caster, like, I, I really like how the anime adapted this because like in the manga, they get like, we get like one chapter of Hisoka getting healed and then we get the breakdown of the fight. And then later we get, uh, they, they go over the tape, um, where in the anime, they sort of merge the two. So they go over the fight. T- both sides are going over the fight at the same time. Yeah. And so I, I like that. Um, it was a good um, way to adapt the material, I thought. Like, I, I obviously haven't seen the anime as much, but that was one that uh, struck me re- re- rereading this and realizing, like, how different it was and how, like, yeah, the anime did it well um, in just the information uh, it got across. I almost want to go out on a limb and, I mean, like, maybe not. Because, like, I don't know what Togashi schedules like at this point. But I know Chapter 53 does look particularly kind of rough with the sketches in a way that, like, some of the Yu Yu Hakusho chapters that Togashi said he drew himself did. So, like, I almost wonder, is this one he did him? Like, I don't, but then again, I'm not entirely sure what the timeline of events was. Because this is still, like, 1999, roughly. So, like... This is well before, like, Togashi would start going on his, like, big hiatuses. But this one chapter in particular just kind of stood out as looking, you know, the... Not necessarily even that, like, the art is bad, but, like, some of the... The, you know, like, the outlines look a bit uh, rougher. Which is definitely, like, a a style that can work. I don't know. No, yeah, I got you. It just Um... looked different compared to, like, the chapters... Like, the chapter leading into it and the chapter after it. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Um, I didn't take particular note of it myself, though, so I don't have much to add. Um. What I also think is interesting, just about like the Heavens Arena fights in general, um, although I guess it's more, it's more so the fights with Hisoka because like this one is interesting because it's the first time we've really gotten a uh, fight happens, everything is kind of smoke and mirrors, and then we see, you know, we get the explanation after the fact. Um, and then the fight with Gon is, like, different in that, like, Togashi choreographs the action in that fight really well. Like, I can, I can, like, see through the, the panels, like, the way that, like, the 2011 anime kind of, like, actually 
animated the full thing. Like a lot of the the motions and dodges and whatnot are are there. So it's like one where it's like very easy to follow the the action. Whereas like some of Togashi's fights, there you'll just get kind of like the smears, like when when like an attack happens and there's just like the impact and it's it's much right. rougher. Huh? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that because uh, I'm wondering is if that that like Gon versus Soak is like is that the first fight he did it like that or did he do it other times? I, I don't or, remember or, or, anything or, like that in the Hunter. You know, like up to this point at least. Or, or you Hakusho even is what I was kind of bringing oh up, uh, uh, or trying to fly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember pointing it out in the Yu Yu Hakusho discussions, but I could be wrong. So I don't know. It would be interesting to see it, like as him him trying something different as an you know an artist basically, mm-hmm. and in the way he's conveying uh, like the fight and the information and stuff. So neat. I know um, that fight in particular, like animated, is one of my favorite fights, just because I like that like hand to hand combat, seeing it animated and how that works. So yeah, no, it, it looks really cool, and it's, it's it is cool. <laughs> so yeah, choreography is a thing that I, I'm definitely a fan of, and so that fight is good. Yeah, um, I, oh man, I I, just, I I love this fight because, um, so my ne- you know my next video that's going to be coming out, which actually by the time this podcast goes up, it might even be done. Um, I hope so. So Wait, anyway, you on. know, Castro is very clearly like a jobber character. Like he shows up, he has very clear purpose of like giving us an example in practice of like how the Nen system works and like the potential strengths and flaws of it and you know we get like this whole like mystery of it and he's built up to be a character that like he's got history with hisoka he seems like a character who you know maybe you know he has a a little interaction with kilowa to kind of to humanize him a bit um and i think he does a very good job also maybe imply that yeah like it's that conversation it doesn't give him a death flag like i'm not saying like I'm meeting you later at the, the, like, is that a death flag? I wouldn't say so. Like, that's not so, like, he's not talking about retiring or of his family he has back home. Like, (laughs) you know, typical death flags. Like, I I never got the sense that that was supposed to be a death flag, but he does die. So, like, you know, the implication, I mean, they are death flags because it's, like, it's promising this kind of setup. Yeah, but, like, you you also think in the context of Heaven's Arena where, like, a lot of the fights are stopped before someone dies. Like, you think of all the... You know, the fights with the other side villains in this arc, none of them die. Um, you know, the other character, like, Zushi doesn't die or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really, like, the only character who does. Um, but still, like, I think as far as, like, you know, I guess being kind of, like, plot devicey and, like, moving, being a, a vehicle to move, to get across certain ideas and move different elements of the story and, like, explaining Nen and stuff, like, I feel like Castro is is a really good example of like that sort of character who just shows up and has one appearance and just loses, um, but he he mm-hmm. loses in a very effective way, right? Because and like it's even used to get across a lesson to you know Gon and Killua, you know don't forget the basics like they're important uh, for a reason because uh, here's this guy he's a bit, like Castro like doing this training and getting this technique that like isn't normally possible by Nen's standards, like, because it, you know, it's, it's deliberately at odds with itself, or it's literally at odds with itself is the word I meant to say, but, like, yeah, so he's, like, and then, and, like, yeah, he's able to fight against Ahsoka, like, if he was able, if he used his basic Nen and was able to, like, see these strings and react to them, like, Ahsoka would have had a much tougher fight, um, and, like, which is what Ahsoka would have wanted, you know, so it's, like, yeah, he's a, he's a capable guy, but, um, 
he dies because he literally forgets the basic shit that Gon and Killua are learning. Yeah. So, um, which I think is also cool because like yeah, there there it, it it does you know bring up the importance of these basics because like they're showing off the cool shit. Like this is the shit you know readers might want to see is the unique abilities, the cool yeah. stuff. Like we're Gon and Killua are learning like the basic baby stuff and like. But then this fight highlights, like, yeah, they're able to do this cool shit, but the reason Castro loses is because he didn't remember how to do the easy stuff. Um, or he didn't remember to yes. do it in the first place. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's uh, neat. I like it. You know, for, for you know, I don't know. That that's a, This is a sort of character type that, like, really appeals to me, especially now that I, like, started thinking about it for that video. Just, like, the characters who show up to be fodder, but are, like, just really effective fodder <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um which we've all like even back with like episode what two of the nen show we've talked about rock lee and he was really cool fodder <laughs> so yeah it goes back to the history of the nen show too but yeah no it's cool um, but then like the thing about like lee is like he is a recurring character so it's not quite as simple as like he's yeah, not, not quite, as not much quite. of a minor character as like yeah that's like true. someone might even but, like, like not even you know, people who aren't like super fans of Hunter Hunter like I am, they might not even remember Castro's name. But oh, right, yeah. But I guess I just brought up Lee because he's like, you know, he 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 loses and looks cool while doing it, which is like exactly what a jobber yes. should do. So, um, or I, I, not necessarily everyone, but like it's a cool, it's cool when that happens. Um, but we're like, I guess Castro like he doesn't look cool because like he's literally forgetting the basic things, but like. It's important, you know, why? It, like, it's meaningful, is yeah, what I'm trying it's, to say. It's cool um, that he doesn't look cool, that he looks like a total scrub. Yeah. That's, because that's it, it, like, goes to show that even, um, like, the scrubs in your story, like, the very minor, you know, characters who you're only going to have fulfill one purpose, like, they can they can still be important, and they can have, like, they can affect the, how the story gets across. Mm-hmm. But speaking of characters who... I don't know. I'm trying to make Machi? a segue, and it's not working. Machi shows up, and... No, it's fine. Yes. She's got the fingerless glove she's, aesthetic, uh, so she's immediately yep. the best girl. <laughs> yes, that's the way, yeah. Well, yeah, because, uh, I mean, what, Ponzu? Like, what girls have we seen so far? Like, not against Machi, but it's also, like, Omito, I guess. Like, there's a very small... Like, it's a very, you know, male-dominated... Like, just character cast-wise. Like, look, fucking, like, looking at the popular poll that we're about to get to, Ponzu is, like, there for, like, you know, a couple, like, (laughs) three chapters or something, and she's ninth place. She's more popular than Kite, than Wing. Um, Like, I mean, that that was, okay, that was about the only notable ones, because, like, everyone else is, but still. um, Just because, like, even the, like, okay, I like how with the popular poll, there's, like, little comments that I've got, I guess, you know, generalizing what the readers yeah. were saying. And for Ponzu, it's like, she's so cute. I wouldn't mind being stung by her. And it's like, wait, hold <laughs> on. Excuse me? What was that? <laughs> no, it is good. We'll get back to the popular poll, but I just wanted to point out, like, yeah, very few girls and here's a very notable looking, like, you know, and she's a spider, so that's, uh, oh shit. Um, but you're, oh, you're you just say? slipped to Machi. Um, I'm like, Ponzu's not a spider. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was I'm going back to Machi. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, no, um, Ma- this is a, this is another moment I've talked about in videos in the past. But like, this is really good because it because it like 
you take a you take a character who has already been established in Hisoka, and you have them bounce off of a char- a new character to then like establish that character, so that when a bunch of new characters in the Phantom Troop show up, we already know we know Hisoka, and we also now know Machi, and so like it helps ease right, we have you into the door, so, yes. this big group that is the Phantom Troop. It's a lot to introduce, like. 13 or so characters at once so absolutely right Togashi is just kind of like getting one out of the way now and uh, i like th- i like that stuff i like yeah. the little details <laughs> the little details of anyway um but yeah and also it, it is a reveal that you know hisoka is with the spiders like he's not like he even like takes off his tattoo and just throws it away so it's like he's not per- like which you know very gets you know he's fickle and he does like leave the spiders later yeah. but um it's so it, but it's 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 a good reveal because like yeah he's with the spiders but he's not particularly like like loyal like he he's like it, it's it just serves him so he you know he's fickle about it because he's Sasoka. um and i guess we get more of the like he has a shower scene so he gets some man service some <laughs> more of that uh, what what how did you say it earlier raw sexual energy yeah. um, <laughs> i forget exactly how he said it um but yeah um so yeah, I guess before we go to the uh, back to Golan, uh, we'll do the popularity poll. Oh, because holy fucking oh, wait, shit! Wait, 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 wait. I wasn't quite done with the Hisoka scene. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, you, you weren't done. Because sorry, there, go, there go was on. like another little detail that I thought was interesting. That um, you know, like his arm, like his little stub arms, they're not like bleeding. But when he, um, Machi's like, okay, turn like the aura yes. off around that area. Like stop projecting aura there. And so like you. That's just another like small thing that like you you can stop bleeding with your aura, um, which I can't think of a situation where that's I, ever yeah. been like a major plot point, but it's like an interesting detail. Yeah, I didn't think about. Um, well, I, I didn't notice that until like this uh, chapter where I thought that was interesting because like yeah, you, you just see it like very like he turns it off and maybe it was not in the anime because it is a bit graphic, you know? Like how do you get this across? Like maybe 99, which I didn't watch, but in the 2011 I don't maybe they didn't include this part. Yeah. Um because like yeah, he just turns out the bleeding and it's just suddenly it starts gushing blood and it's like yeah, where at this point 2011 was less like I said less graphic and violent, so they probably wouldn't have quite adapted that at least not the same way. Um and yeah, seeing the actually yeah, seeing the first aid treatment and like you know, it's kind of neat. Because Hisoka's like Hisoka's, um even doing some of the treatment himself, like with the texture surprise to make his arm look completely healed. Um, yeah, and it's also like a way of you know it, it shows us what Hisoka's powers are. You know, it's like the introduction to the explanation, um, which is also kind of I don't know. This scene is also interesting for spoiler reasons. Like look, viewing this scene in you know knowing that another scene yes, happens we... later. <laughs> Um, very similar circumstances, but different outcome. Uh, it's really interesting. Yes. Um, I would love to talk about that, but, uh, not today. (laughs) What I also think is kind of interesting is that, like, immediately here, like, we've only just been, we've only just been shown that, like, hey, Hisoka's in the troop. Oh, wait, Hisoka's not in the troop. It's time to hunt down the spiders. Like, Right off the bat, like yeah, he's. I forgot that that right. guy. He's there because he wants him. It's set up that quickly. <laughs> oh, that's true. Like yeah. I remember, like specifically the leader of the spiders being the point, but here it's like it's time to hunt down the spiders, like all the spiders. Right. He he gets he he likes his fights, and all the spiders are tough guys. So yeah. Um. I guess it's just a little thing I didn't I, remember being set up at this point. Yeah, 
anyway, back to the popularity poll, or starting the popularity poll. Because holy shit, there's a giant gulf again. It's like... Kilua, Karapika, and then Gon is like 10,000 votes behind. Which, it's always funny whenever, like, the main character gets, like, blown out in a popularity poll. But, like, in this case, I I wouldn't say... You know, some people would say, like, oh, with Ichigo, it's because Ichigo is such a bland protagonist, and he's so characterless, and... (laughs) (laughs) Well, even, like... Like, because I don't remember... Like, yeah, Ichigo definitely, like, ranked lower... But like I don't remember the gulf being quite this large. Where I like I think Bleach's polls were more balanced, you know, a bit. Like where this is like, like Kilo and Karapika got literally like two thirds of the votes single-handedly. Yeah. Um, like, um, compared to the rest. So it's like, like it is a major. Did that gulf, also happen but, um, in Yu Yu Hakusho? Like it was Hiei and Karama who got the votes, and then Yusuke is just kind of like third. Or was it not quite? Okay, that I, much? I I thought I remember Yusuke. Yusuke was I, I remember Yusuke doing better like it was more like seven thousand to like uh he and karama's over ten thousand was so not quite as big a like blowout but like um still pretty far down um so yeah and like then like fourth place is azoka at like half of under half of gone so yeah. it's like jesus <laughs> i think it's kind of funny looking at the comments like there's kila it's like i want him as a little brother I love and those. then leorio's like i wish I you love- were my big brother <laughs> it's yeah Yep. Um, I want to be Gon's friend. Yeah. Um, then there's the one which is like Karapika. Yeah, is Kara- he a man or a woman? Is he a man? <laughs> or like, excuse me. Um, and, you know, Hisoka is scary, but I love him. Um, and of course, I mentioned Ponza earlier because that's like I love the. I wouldn't mind being stung by. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> um, with Go- with kites, it's like I wish I saw more of him. Where is he? But it, like we don't know anything about him. But he's still my favorite. Like, okay, guys. Um, Oh, so Wing, it's like, I, I wish he were my tutor. Marry me. I'm <laughs> um, like, okay, that's interesting. Um. Oh, wait, it's funny that you mentioned Illumi not having, like, the, the dots in, the, in his eyes, because here he does. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're there. Huh. That's weird. I thought, because I don't remember them, but I guess I was wrong. Um, maybe it's because, like, in the comments, he's someone saying his eyes are cute, and it's giving him humanity, because, like, my eyes are cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and so this is the only time in the entire manga where he was drawn like that. But no, I'm probably wrong. I'm just thinking. Maybe I'm thinking about the 2011 anime. Um, I do like how, like, because I talked about it back with uh, Dark Tournament uh, Togaro too. Like Togashi uses like the eyes um, in ways that I haven't really picked up. I mean, you're the one who's mostly pointed out to me um, for the most part. Um, so I don't. Maybe I just don't pick up on it. But uh, yeah. Well, I mean, really, the only things I've picked up on were the stuff that, like, he mentioned himself. Or, or no. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, that's the good yeah, with Canary. Canary, yeah. But yeah, that's fair. Um, but anyway, Gon gets his uh, thing released. Um, they watch the tape, and they sort of, you know, they get a test where they're um, they're learning a gill, the, uh, the focus, to, so that they could see... Um, the Nen strands. Um, it's really interesting, like coming back and on. seeing them like learn this after you know knowing what all they they're able to do with it later. Because it's like wow. Because it does seem it does sound like a lot to have to kind of like memorize and process to do like oh you have to concentrate your aura and your eyes and then also like you'll be able to do this in combat one day. It's like what. So it's just like, also there's a fucking <laughs> so um 
when it sets up like when they lead into like the fights or like they're gonna set up the next fights there's just a random cutaway panel where it's like you're you you have to master gyo by the time you fight and it's just like a crowd of people and they're just like these random ass character designs With super detailed, like, level E level level of, like, detail, and one of them's just, like, a Native American for no reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> Togashi, <laughs> okay. Um... But anyway, there's a whole thing with the, the one guy with the weird face who uh, kidnaps Zushi and, you know, trying to force them to fight. Um... And, of course, like, by, like, going outside of the fights, like, they give Kilua... Like, cause he threatens him, and uh... <laughs> like, I do like the panel where it's like it seems like he's getting killed at first, but no, actually, uh, Killer is just behind him with a knife, and being the edgy boy, being the scary edgy boy, um, run. Yeah, and I like the the comment he makes where he says, um, you know, like he's trying to make an honest living. He's like, man, this is tough. Like he can't because if he wasn't with Gone, he would probably just kill these guys, and that would be that. Um, Right, like, he's already changing and trying to be someone who's not controlled by his, like, his family in that way. So, which is good. Because was a good boy! <laughs> I also like how you can sort of divide this arc up into, like, little little sections. You have, like, the, the learning net, like, the mystery of Nen sort of section where, you know, leading up to about, like, the Castro fight where, you know, things start to get explained and it's like, okay, here is now, like, the learning training with Nen thing, and then, you know, they they fight. The fighting Yeah, they Nen. fight, like, the three yes. guys, and then that leads into the fight with Hisoka, which is kind of like the finale. Yep. Um, yeah, um, I'm not sure how much I have to say about many of the fights. Like, I, I, I do love the moment where Gon, like, fishes up the fucking tile to trip up the, the top guy. It's just, like, <laughs> so over the top, I'm like, what? And, it, I, like, I remember it caught me off guard um, because it's just so, like, it's big, and he just does it. Um, like, with a fishing rod. Like, we already knew he was competent with it, but, like, goddamn. <laughs> now he's strong enough to put, pull, up, pull up, like, rocks with it, basically. Or, you know, big weights. Um, oh, and then there's the part where, um, you know, before the fighting, where the other two characters, after the one guy gets scared off, they're like, oh, you know, we can still do this, you know. we, we <laughs> Like, we've got this. He's just scared of us because he doesn't know our abilities. And then Kilo's like, wrong. And he's just like at the door. And it's like be sure to play by the rules because once once the rules are thrown out, we'll be the ones who benefit the most. And they're just like, you know, cheating is wrong. Fair and square is the way to go. <laughs> that is a good moment. Um. Yeah, it's definitely also like um, somewhat a comedy relief sort of section. Like it's a lighter section to get in between like Castro dying and Hisoka, you know, losing his arms and stuff. Uh, before, like, the fight with Gon and Hisoka, um, mm-hmm. because you've got, you know, there there is some seriousness here, like, you know, Gon, like, punching and, like, shattering the, like, you know, whatever this, like, steel top, top leg, leg is. Yeah. Um, you know, you see, like, the blood on his knuckles, and it's, you know, so it gets across the severity of, like, don't fuck with us, because you're, n- that's, you're not gonna end <laughs> well for you. Um, yeah, and then there's a bit later with the electricity whips and Kilua just like, don't worry. He's like, please catch me. And I'm like, yeah, I will. I'm here for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> not. <laughs> See, but you also get, um, it's interesting that like he gets electrocuted here, which it makes me wonder, 
did Togashi just sort of like come back to this later and decide to make it Killua's ability, or is this something like he was sort of playing with the idea here? Um, because he does say like, you know, I've yeah, been trained cause... to withstand torture. That only means I can tolerate it. It still hurts, and it doesn't make me happy. So it's like, you know, he's clearly not happy yeah, that he's just I, been electrocuted like... because he still feels it, even if it doesn't like knock him out. It doesn't like, pain... well, it pains him, but it doesn't like, you know, he he can withstand it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's just the there's just the panel of him catching the guy, I, like... and the guy's like, oh no. <laughs> Well, it's just the perfect panel to get across like his soft edginess because openly it's like, yeah, he it's he, it's it's warm and soft. He's here for you. He's going to save you. <laughs> but then there's the lightning edge, all the jagged lines of the yes. lightning, and it's like he, he falls right into it. So edgy, the soft edgy boy. <laughs> and then of course we get Gon's fighting the same guy, which that was cool. Like that that happens pretty infrequently, like this, where you just get two characters fighting the same or two fighting the same person. You know. Um, and they win in their individual ways, of course. Like, Gon is like, I'm going to turn it on to Max. <laughs> the guy just faints. Because yeah. uh, he already knows the pain. Like, I guess it's, like, you know, triggering that sort of, like, trauma of, like... Oh, yeah, because Kilo had just electrocuted just, him. <laughs> right, right. He knows how they feel. So he's just like, yep. Um, rest in peace, dude. You also get some good shots where the characters just, like, sticking out their tongues of just being like, meh. Because Gon's like, just kidding, I'm not going to um, electrocute Yeah, I didn't even need to. And there was something with Killua earlier yeah, I mean, that maybe... I don't remember now. Oh, there it was. Yeah, where he's like, oh, I True, went to attack yeah. him from behind, but I jumped too high, so he was able to dodge. <laughs> yeah, more sticking tag out is his own mistake in that case. Yep. But, um... It's good. Um, so anyway, uh, oh, now we get the uh, the Nen test with the, um, the abilities and the water. Um... And of course, like yeah, they end up they train for a little bit and are able to like change the uh, the water a lot, and they graduate from wing. What I also um, they've learned their. I was basics. gonna say what They're I also born. like about the Nen system is that, um, you know, characters can learn different abilities from different categories. It's just that they might not be very good at them, or it'll take them longer to master it. Right. Whereas, like, you know, like, Naruto yeah. has, like, the elemental system, and it's like, oh, you're wind nature, so that's just what you are. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna learn... I mean, like, I guess you can use different... They can, they're just, like, it's similar in that regard, but also, like, generally speaking with jutsus, as characters use very few jutsus when they could technically learn anything, Yeah, is the thing with Naruto. Um, where, like, with Nen, it's like... They can, it's just heavily, heavily de, de incentivized. Like, yeah, there's nothing stopping Gon from trying to learn um, Hisoka's, uh, you know, bungee gum, but, like, it's not going to be an ability to attune to him, so it'll just take him way longer, like, if he could even yeah. learn it at all. And basically. there are examples um, later and, like, where characters are able to kind of, like, manipulate their abilities to do different categories. Like, Gon in particular gets, like, you know, he kind of changes it to, I think, have, like, yeah, three different or, sort or, of styles for three different attacks, but. Obviously, the one is the strongest because that's, you know, his category. Yeah, well, even then, like, it, it, right, well, because I'm going to say, like, Netro, I'm pretty sure is, um, yeah, he's an enhancer, but his big, like, but it's, like, it's, a uh, it's manipulation. So he's, um, and, like, his, I think his strongest attack is, like, listed as uh, emission, manipulation, and transmutation. So it's, like, he's an enhancer, but he's never shown using, like direct enhancement nen like for his abilities but he's still really fu he's like the strongest one of the strongest characters we see 
And so like, but he's also like old and he's been training for so long that he can, he can do that, you know? So, um, that like, it's not quite like one for one, you know, like, oh, transmitters all use trans. Yeah. So it's like, it's versatile. Like, that's what I really like about the NEN system is it's very, it is versatile. Like there's even like, he included the specialist category for like other abilities, you know, like abilities he came up with that don't fit into the, his system at all. Um, so, and of course, like, um, yeah, like, they all have their limitations, but, like, like yeah, because these two things are opposed, like, it's harder to make a build, to come up with abilities that, uh, include both of those, because, like, the character, like, with Castro, he had to train for years, you know, um, stuff like that, so it's, it, 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 you know, it, it is a limited system in its way, but it's still well-designed and able to get across what it, you know, needs to, you know, um, so it, it's the, it's a perfect system for Hunter Hunter, obviously, um. But yeah, I think all we have left is uh, Golan versus Hisoka. Sorry, I had to let a cat out of my room. I didn't hear what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time for Golan versus Hisoka. Oh, okay. um, which, you know, again, like really great animated fight, especially in the anime. It still looks, you know, like you said, choreogra- choreographed in the manga. Um, what I think is kind of interesting is, yeah, about... Um, like, the 1999 anime kind of adapts these fights in a different order. And... It oh, sort of changes oh. what they're going for. Because, uh, like, the fight with Gon and Hisoka happens, like, not first, because, like, the Castro stuff happens. But then, like, Gon fights Hisoka first, and then, like, after that, they deal with the three mooks, which is, I don't know. It's something I'd, I'd have to rewatch and think about again. Oh, that's, hmm. That's, yeah, that is kind of weird, because, like, you know, they're practicing their abilities and you know um showing their stuff before they get to actually get the soka fights so yeah um like yeah like looking at like reading now um or flipping through now like golan does the the stone tile flip on ahsoka and that has a different context if you put the mook fights after because like he starts doing that in the mook fights and it's like surprising like he, he came up with it to deal with the top guy and that's something he learned and applied to the Hisoka fight to in a different yeah. way so it's like there's a difference between like learning it and using it because like he he uses it before he learns it basically in ninety nine if or or rather he learned it in a different time like he just does it for Hisoka to do it where in the Mook fight he does it he he learns it as a way to like get around something he can't do otherwise like he you know so it's it is a very different context and yeah I don't know how it works for ninety nine obviously I haven't watched that far um but yeah um. But yeah, and of course, after the punch, Shikon gives the badge back and Hisoka takes it, like... <laughs> yep, he gave him a punch, like, uh, you know, Gon got before. <laughs> but of course, like, after passing that test, uh, Hisoka actually starts using his yeah. name. And, yeah, uh, I am just looking back at, like, these initial exchanges, and for how much, like, Togashi's manga tend to be full of dialogue, like, just looking at, like, we got... A couple, like, just flipping through pages, we got, like, six, seven sort of pages where it's just, like, characters just fighting and, like, dodging and moving and stuff, where there's, like, I mean, there's sound effects, but there's no real, like, dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is, it's, like, yeah, it is pretty different from, it's, like, you know, other fight, like, yeah, like you said, other fights and where, where there are, is more just dialogue in general. I also um, think the way that, like, the, the point system of Heaven's Arena works is interesting, because... Like, in that exchange, you have, like, multiple blows being dished out, but it only sort of results in, you know, one point, because it's only really, like, the the hits that, like, will, like, 
I don't know, like, actually, like, deal sort of significant damage, where, like, the... Because, like, as long as you, like, I guess, like, f hit, you get punched, but, like, you keep going, like, it doesn't stop your momentum, like, it doesn't count as a point. Whereas, like, when going literally gets, like, pushed way back, um, you know, then it's, like, there's the yeah. point. And, I mean, like, the, the, like, the judging system, I guess, is, like, a part of this fight as well. Um, right, because the guy, he, like, doesn't... He, he doesn't want Gon to get too hurt, you know? Like, he's having some, like, concession towards him for being a kid, where, like, Ahsoka's, like... The concessions Ahsoka's are making are because, like, he, he wants to fight him when he grows. Like, there's a, there's the big, like, part of the fight where he, Ahsoka's being a creepy fucker, where, like, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. And, like, in the anime, they added the moaning noises, and it's just like, oh, God, why? Um, like, yeah, so, like, it's, yeah, a, it's like, a fight you know, that the, is designed to end prematurely, in a way. Because, like, it's not, yes, a, it's like, not a fight where like a, yeah. there are, like, you know, it's not a life-or-death fight. It's just enough to show that, like, Gon has made improvements and Hisoka is, like, testing that ability, but he's also trying to, like, you know, keep the seed planted that, like, he wants Gon to be stronger and, like, there's still a very big right. gap between them. And I do like how the referee ties into it because, yeah, he he's... um he's being very favorable to Hisoka because, because he doesn't want Gon hurt. Like he's not gonna, he doesn't want to see a child die today. Um, you know, he knows how dangerous Hisoka can be. Hisoka's literally murdered like over half of his opponents, um, in the here. So it's like, you know, he, he doesn't obviously doesn't know like the personal context between them, but he, you know, ugh. so yeah. Yeah. Cause um, like Hisoka definitely he, doesn't fight in a way that it's like, I'm going to injure Gon. I'm going to kill Gon here. Like, I mean, it ends with him just kind of, like, casually flicking a rock towards him. Um. Yeah. Right, like, Hisoka could have, like, won at any time, basically. He's literally... Yeah, like, it's kind of like what whole, he did like, with Castro, gets... where with Castro it was more about putting on a performance, and, like, he could have probably... Because Machi even makes a comment, like, you're an idiot. Like, you didn't have to lose your arms in this fight. To... But, no, he did that to, like... Because it made it more entertaining for him. And then, so, like, with Gon right, here... He's... He's an entertainer. He's a clown. He's a showman. You know, like, there's a level of, like, yeah, that to yeah. it, too. Um, as you were saying, yeah, that makes sense. Also, it's kind of funny that I there's this, like, little cutaway. I would imagine this is maybe a reference and not, like, maybe maybe the joke is it's just a totally random guy here who's, like, talking about the judge's personal styles. Like, I don't know, the like, the design of the character looks like it. I don't know. It looks like a slightly different art style for Togashi. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if it's a reference or if it literally is just a random guy and that's the joke. Um, hmm. But I know... Oh, wait. Wait, are you talking... Oh, oh that's... It's it's uh, Baka Oji. It's King. It's uh, level E. Yeah, but not, not in the manga. The guy? No, that is him in the manga. It's supposed to be. Like, the guy even asks, like, who the fuck are you? Well, I don't know, because, like, in the, in the 1999 anime... Because that was what I was going to get to, is that, like, in the 2011 anime, it's oh. adapted as, you know, the idiot prince, like, Bako Oji, he, he's, right, right. he's the guy. Yeah. In the 1999 anime, it's, like, Togashi's avatar as, like, a stand-in. He's this random guy. Oh, so they swap it out. But, yeah. like, this doesn't um, look pretty, like... like I, this doesn't look like the guy from Level That's e. what bothered me, because I'm pretty sure it was... It was. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be him, but yeah, it doesn't look like him, kind of. But it's, like, well, it's weird, because, like, there's the person who's even saying, like, um... Or no, I thought there was someone. No, um, yeah, there's like, oh, I see. Who are you anyway? Like, it's the, he's supposed to be kind of a non sequitur. So yeah. it's like, um, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like 
Bakoji just like coming in because yeah, I guess that's how 2011. But maybe that's not how it is in the manga. But like if not, yeah, because I, I know like that's what the right. 2011 like anime him. did, and that kind of makes sense so because maybe, level maybe E came like, out around about like true, it came out a little so. before Hunter Hunter in about the same year. Yeah, so maybe it's not supposed like I, I just assumed it was because like because it was in 2011. So maybe and he is like I guess he has long hair, but yeah, the nose is completely different. Um, in particular, because like we like, we read the level um, E manga. I know how Togashi draws Bakoji, and this is yeah, not how right. he draws yeah, that so. character. You're right. Okay, I just like as like I said, I assumed because the 2011 was like that. Um, but yeah, I I do think it was it was fun how like the different anime adaptations had like different little jokes. Uh, like replacing this character, which is why I thought maybe yeah, like the manga version the was a reference was to, to something, you know, something else. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I. That's what. Yeah, I guess that because yeah, that's what I was wondering myself. Now is like what? Yeah, if the you know 2011 anime adapted, you know, he referenced level E. The um 1999 referenced the author himself. Uh, so what was the original manga attempting to, to reference like? A TV, was it maybe it was like because there was the what was the name of the demon who worked with the uh, sensui uh, uh well, I can't remember that Izumi Itsuki Itsuki that was it yeah like they mentioned like a TV show that so maybe it, maybe it was a reference to like an actual like actor or or like or you know a, a, you know a, a TV show host or something like that um, that would um, maybe would have been I don't know maybe because like uh, how, I looked it up on the wikia was, but I didn't see it like noted as like being a reference so i don't know but on on the wiki like also it's edited by primarily by like western audiences so we might not understand the reference if yeah there's one, you know so um yeah uh now i'm <laughs> more confused than i was when i read it because as i read it, i was just like yeah that's Spock og even though it doesn't look like him at all <laughs> But yeah, um, one I guess one one thing I did want to say about the fight is like, because you know Hisoka attaches a bungee gum to Gon, and it's kind of like an, an another version of his test that he gave in the first phase, where it's like you know do you run or do you fight, and Gon passes, you know he he goes right into Hisoka, and Hisoka just he basically just like he he says like I wish I could demolish you right now, like he basically lets Gon get the hits off, and um. You know, he rewards him for passing his test basically before, like, uh, you know, pulling the comeback and winning in, like, two pages. Um, or no, more than two pages, but still. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, more good, like, creepy Hisoka art. Uh, like, he's, like, like there's the one there's the one where he says, like, I wish I could demolish you right now. That's hyper detailed in itself. And he's, like, licking his lips, like, Jesus uh, fucking Christ, you creepy no. clown. And then there's... The later one under the House of Cards where he's, like, getting, like, spewing blood, but he's also, like, in ecstasy. Like, he's just... He's, he's like, yeah, he's a fucking... He's a creepy clown. (laughs) Yeah, this is the arc where, like, that personality trait definitely gets, like, more emphasis. So I guess in a way it kind of, like, humanizes him a bit more because he's not just the creepy, scary, spooky dude. Like, he's the creepy, scary, spooky dude who also is creepy in a different way yeah i also think it's kind of um, funny when he is um when he's go when he's going through like his personality examination and like he makes fun of gone like oh you shouldn't be so you shouldn't admit it i didn't even um <laughs> but then there's also like the cutaway to zushi where he's like i wish he'd tell us about manipulators because you know what that makes me think of in particular <laughs> to make it like a nen show tie-in it makes me think of um in uh rave when they're going through the powers 
and they specifically That's take right. the moment to mention <laughs> Sieg and how he's like he's got the infinity element like <laughs> and so like it that's right cuz it it's just a weird random aside but it's like it makes it, it makes no sense for it having to rave it does make sense in hunter hunter but like there's characters in the audience who are actually disappointed because that's, yeah that's because funny. like <laughs> you know whenever that does happen generally it's like getting it across to the audience so it's like oh okay what are these personalities like you'd think maybe th- like this would be the chance to do it because the topic has been brought up but then he doesn't do it because, right. like, obviously in universe, why would Hisoka ha- want to explain, like, okay, here is what a manipulator is. Here is what a specialist is. Like, there aren't any of those characters in this particular fight. So there's no reason for him to do it. And it's sort yeah. of like the calling attention to we, the... In fact, like, we don't even we don't even know, like, like we don't... At this point in the story, we don't know any, like, specialists, emitters, or um, or any of that. Like, we Yeah, because we know that Killua was like, yeah, also know... a transmuter. And so you get the little panel... Where Hisoka says, you know, I'm a transmuter, a whimsical, and a liar. And Killua's got, like, a little blush. And he's like, that that's true. Which almost seems to imply, like... <laughs> I mean, like, Killua is... He's, like, a whimsical liar. Like, we see how he was in, like, the Hunter exam when he was all... He, he's a sneaky yeah. cat boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's got that. And there's also, of course, to mention that, you know, they can be good friends with enhancers. And, of course, what are going to Killua but good friends and you know Hisoka does have a weird relationship with Gon and they are kind of but, like each other but you know, you like know what's all what's um, also cool is um Hisoka even says like be careful transmuters are fickle what used to be valuable can instantly you know be not that um and so like you think about that's kind of tied into Killua's character arc because that's a big point in like the Chimera Ant where it's like oh you'll leave Gon to die and Kilo or Ilumi was even saying like you know you're ju- you're just gonna want to kill him one day like he's not actually your friend and so like it you know it ties it, like it ties into Hisoka but it also kind of has like the the secondary meaning and like how it applies to Kilua. Yes, and um, we do get the full explanations in between like the yes. chapters just in, as a volume extra and like yeah they still like uh, you know Leorio is an emitter he's impatient and not very detail oriented. <laughs> So, uh, though, actually, think about that. That probably that I'm curious as to like, because that that sounds like something that would be bad for a doctor. Um, <laughs> so, well, then again, it does that, say the traits are arbi- arbitrarily decided by Hisoka. So, right, right. So it's like obvious, but like you know that that might fit his personality. But obviously, for a doctor, he would be you know training himself and rearing himself in. Like he's not going to act yeah. like that on the surgery table. You yeah, know? I, I'm um, a doctor. I don't really care about the details though. <laughs> Right, that was the part that got me. And then, of course, um, conjurers are high-strung, Karapika. <laughs> and manipulators are logical and do things at their own pace. You know, Zenji, he's, you know, he's he's just, you know, like Wing even says, like, don't, you know, compare yourself to them. Do things at your own pace, you know? Um, so, and there's more, I'm sure, and I'm sure, like, you know, they don't all apply because it is very cold reading, but it is the, this, I, you know, I expect it to apply to, to the major yeah. characters, you know? Um, just because, like, oh, Togashi gave us this information, why not use it? You know, look at it. And also, like, see how they're similar and different, you know, in that way. Like, like you said, it's a, it's a, is, it is important. It is like, it's like a point of tension for Kilo's character. It's like, is his fickleness going to, like, hurt Gon? Because, like you said, it's like, oh, you're going to kill Gon and leave him for dead or leave him for dead. And that's the opposite of what happens in a certain very important moment, you know? Um, so, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, the fight does end. Um, you know, Hisoka even says, like, next time it'll be life or death. Um, but Gon, Gon's ready to fight again. Uh, he's like, uh, not, not right now, but he's like, I want to get there one day. And uh, 
And then the arc ends like very, like very abruptly, where it's just like, uh, yeah, let's go to Whale Island. Uh, we don't need to be here. We we we've met our other goals. Uh, let's go. <laughs> it's like, wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah. So again, it definitely okay, has like about a, that way more. Than it's I like a different sort of. Uh, I don't know, like the anticlimax. Yeah, it's a different kind of anticlimax because the, in the hunter exam, it was very like thematic. It was about like you know. Gone still owes these favors, and it's not about you know what's done is done. You passed, you got your license, and if you're not satisfied with your performance, you got to get better and improve for the future. Um, whereas like this arc, it's more about like there are more details about Heaven's Arena that were just kind of left there um, because like that's not what they were focused on. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's like a a, the- a theme again about the anticlimax that could because, like I said, like the Zoldic family also kind of does something similar with the anticlimax, and you know maybe mm-hmm. there's something more to talk about with with York New, and maybe there's a bit of an anticlimax sort of ending there. Um, but I'm not sure like what all these we'll would talk about York mean. Like, what does it mean that some of these arcs yeah. are you know they end it with the anticlimax? Like, what does that say? Well, I guess maybe you could say it ties to like the overall thing, like. As, you know why I've heard people argue that the 2011 ending is like a, a perfectly fine ending for the series with I, or mostly Alexander is what he says where like you know it's not about the ending it's about the adventure the journey so like the endings are these you know anticlimaxes but like obviously what's important is getting there like what happened in the meantime because like yeah it, it does end in these organic ways and you're I, you're I, I right because like especially it, thinking of how the 2011 anime ends with like it sets up this, like, larger, bigger world, and it's like, yeah, but, you know, we're not really going to explore that. Which makes me think of, like, Heaven's Arena, where, like, we are setting up, there, is, there are more aspects to Heaven's Arena. Um, but, you know, I guess as far as, like, being sort of, like, a real-world thing, like, you're not always going to experience every aspect of everything you encounter. And so, maybe that's kind of the right, right. idea being got across. Yeah, like, I mean... Yeah, which is fair. Like compare, like compare twenty eleven as just a standalone thing to One Piece, where One Piece is that big adventure exploring the entire world, you know, and it's also like way longer. Like even just the anime is already like, um, what three, four, five times longer than Hunter Hunter's anime, where the manga is obviously like obviously it's padded and um, there's filler and stuff, so it's not quite a fair comparison. With but even the manga is over like twice as long as the Hunter Hunter manga, so. Um, you know, very different, like, but, you know, I mean, Hunter Hunter's, like, obviously they're not going to explore the whole dark continent, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, I guess, you know, that's what I would take from the anticlimaxes is that, like, yeah, the ending doesn't matter as much. Like, it's not, not that it's unimportant, but it's, like, you know, how it ends isn't as important as getting there, so to speak, at least, you know, by the words of Ging. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, now that we are done with those, um, <laughs> that was a long discussion. Um, so, like, I guess as individual arcs, I would put Heaven's Arena above, like, Zoldic Family, personally, because, like, but both of them do a lot in setting up, like, the general, like, stuff going forward and the world as a whole and, obviously, Nen abilities, while also it's just being, you know, perfectly fine in their own right. Like, Hunter Exam I definitely prefer because that's a really good opener. There's a lot of good stuff there. With these, like, it's good. Um... You know, uh, but like, yeah, yeah, I'd, pro- I'd probably How agree. Like, it's, I don't know, the Zoldic family one is, uh, it's a tough one to like dig into because it is so short, and so it's like, what is, I guess, the 
the story here? Like, what is the sort of narrative and, like, the the theme and, like, the, right. the you know, the like, beginning and the conclusion and everything? Because it kind of, I don't know, it's it's really short. So that's maybe really, the yeah, only... Yeah, really what it accomplishes, yeah. Like, what it's there to accomplish is really, like, setting up the Zoldic family and getting, a, like, getting an introductory into these family dynamics. And we do get a lot of information, but, yeah, as an arc, it's just kind of, like... It's a thing that happens, more or less. Where Heaven's Reign, like, it has more of a distinct, like, beginning, middle, and uh-huh. end. And, like, yeah, it's anticlimactic, but, like, yeah, Golan fights Ahsoka. It's a climactic end fight, and then they leave, you know? It makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, now that we're about done with that, next time we're going to have a five-hour discussion. Dear God, help <laughs> me on um, the York New Arc, which is gonna, it's going to be chapter 64 to 119. So that is... That's a f- 55 chapters of Hunter Hunter. Help! <laughs> Help! I hope it's a good discussion, but also, holy shit, we, we can't stop talking. Mathos, who's invested, is too powerful. <laughs> um, let's go back to Fairy Tale where the discussions are short because she just is like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> no, it's fine. I love it. I, I do like it. It's just, uh, I was expecting this to be shorter, not two and a half hours long. <laughs> It's twenty. It's like what twenty five chapters? Oh god. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening, um, and we will see you next time. <laughs>